You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet. Blaze World! Blaze World! Tad Pog! Tad Pog! Party on with Wayne Campbell and Garth Algar. Party on, Wayne. Party, Party on, on, Garth. You pronounce your last name Algar, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're doing Wayne's World today. Welcome. We're doing Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> Not too dissimilar. That is true. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but the movie and the 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 gem of a Super Nintendo game. Yeah. But before we get well into Wayne's World, what the hell have you guys been up to, <laughs> fellas? It's been a week. A good week or a bad week? Weird or? week. Weird week. Yeah. Wild Not a bad stuff. week. Um. It's just been a little, everything's just been a little off, you know, a little off center, a little off from what I'm used to. And, uh, like at work, I've been, you know, doing some stuff that I don't always do, going to client sites, and I don't normally do that, you know, just things to kind of, we've been put under a lot of pressure at work to get as much done as we can by the end of the year that we can bill for. And it's always a great sign. That is a good sign, and we the I had to deploy a server that was on back order since like fucking August. It came in this week, and so I was you know hurrying to try and get that stood up and yeah. get it get the physical thing on site to deploy it, and and that way once it's in their possession. There's for more setup that needs to be done, but once it's in their possession, we can bill, bill them for, for it. The, yeah. And we wanted to be able to tack as much billable revenue onto the end of the year as we can. Uh-huh. And in the course of doing this, I've learned I've I've been reminded once again how old I am <laughs> because uh, you know, I don't feel old. But How do you do that? Well, it's beca- be super immature and and like things that you know most twelve year olds are you. into. Okay, play so a lot mentally, of video games. Mentally, I don't. I'm with physically, you. I feel like sixty five. Okay, I'm, all right, cool. We're all, we all on the same page. I'm currently, <laughs> as we speak, in so much just general pain, it's not even funny. Mentally, though, I don't feel fifty. Right. So. Yeah. I was reminded. I was reminded <laughs> about that uh, this week because I, the server that I had to deploy was for an orthodontist's office here in Paducah, obviously. And uh, might the, where I got my root canal. It might no. This is an orthodont or a, they do braces. Oh, they only do braces oh, there. Lisa needs braces. Lisa needs a dental plan. <laughs> uh, the and the. The doctor's name was McKenzie. Okay. And that just made me feel old because there are now doctors named McKenzie. I'm waiting. Oh, it wasn't their yeah. last name. Nope. Their that first was, name. I that was you. her first name, <laughs> yeah. McKenzie. I'm waiting for the Haydens and the Jadens and the Bradens to start becoming doctors. Yeah. 
It just it just freaked me out because huh. I called and they were like Dr. Blah blah blah's office. And I'm like uh, I Dr. Need to, Brindley Khaleesi. I need, <laughs> <laughs> she she looks she looks like Khaleesi, dude. That she might have been my neighbor because I was just about to ask what her last name was. Obviously, we're not gonna say that on the show. But then I was like, well, shit, she probably got married. And uh, but there was a Mackenzie lived down the street from me. And when you said she looked like Khaleesi, I was like, no, okay. No, yeah. Unless that's her married name, maybe her married name because she is married. She gra- she graduated. You have a maiden name, and then it's this is the officially thing. Your married name, maiden name, and married name, or is there another name for married name? I think they still. Did I have a stroke or did you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's gonna be your bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, she's super super cute, and, and but I was like I, I was doing some data entry for their for the client in our uh, documentation system. And I was looking up uh, information on their website, like address and stuff. And I saw, I saw her bio and it said that she had graduated from St. Mary's and, you know, all this stuff. And my mother was a teacher at St. Mary's up until like five years before she died. Mm. And, they even had her pic. They even have her picture hanging up at the entrance of the elementary school because she taught there for like a long time, really long time, twenty plus years. Wow! And uh, so uh, when I went to deliver the server, I was talking to the doctor, and she was. We were just kind of. I was just kind of giving her the, the skinny about the server and all this stuff that was going on. And I said, oh, by the way, I wasn't creeping on you, but I happened to see on your website that you, you know, you went through St. Mary through your whole school career. And she's like, yeah, you know, from kindergarten on. And I was like, well, my mom used to teach there. And I was just curious, you know, when was your, when, if you were, if you knew her and I mentioned my mom's name and she goes, yeah, she was my fourth grade teacher. And so then I got to sit around and talk about my mom with her for 10 minutes, That's which cool. was cool. It was billable. neat. <laughs> Definitely billable, billable time. But anyway, the point I was trying to make was that, you know, there are now doctors named McKenzie. Yeah. And I'm just, the, the names are starting to, the doctor's names are starting to be, get younger and younger, yeah. you know. And I'm like, I don't know. It's just, it was weird. But well, to show you that I'm, that I feel about as old as you is when you said McKinsey, I was, I absolutely 100% thought that was her Assumed last name. it was her last name, <laughs> right. Um, sorry. And so anyway, there was some other stuff that went on this week, if you don't mind me postulating please, please. for a bit. Uh, Postulate. The, the, t- the necklace was a big hit. Good. At home. Good. We've already, I've already. You've already done Christmas? We did ours together already. Because neither of us has any patience, and I always do the thing when it came when the box came to the house. It was as promised, not advertising where it came from, and I knew she was going to be home when it came. So I said, "Don't." Do, I said, "When you get the box, just turn it upside down so you can't see the shipping label and set it on the table for uh-huh. her." And she did. She was very cool about that. But I, I do this every time if I get her some gift that's like you know, a special something that I came up with or whatever. I have no patience. I love giving gifts. And I told her when I got home, 
had dinner. We did all our usual stuff, our routine. And I said to her, now that package in there on the kitchen table is yours. Officially, that, that box belongs to you. What you choose to do with it is up to you. If you want to wait until Christmas, you can. If you want to open it immediately, you can. But I no longer have a say in it because <laughs> it belongs to you. And then I let it go at that. She lasted about... You don't want about, to hold that power nah. for just a couple days? <laughs> just be like, I have a box nah. of power. She lasted two hours. Hey, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. She's very careful when she she weighs decisions like that very carefully and she eventually i'm sitting in there getting ready to play xbox and she kind of walked in and she had it and she said she said penny told me i should open this talking about my dog and i was like well penny's right if that's how you feel then you should definitely you look over open penny it. and she's shaking her head now <laughs> and he's like i told her not I didn't to say open that. sorry he i don't know why about penny sorry son she. sam <laughs> Penny. Did you kill that guy yet, though? <laughs> <laughs> Wait till Christmas, but kill the neighbor Penny. today. <laughs> Penny is a she. Oh, okay. I thought did so. I say something? I thought you said he, and then I was like, oh fuck, I don't know. Why no, I thought she, Penny Penny's, was a, she. Penny's a good girl. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But anyway, she opened it and uh, was very moved by it. Great. So yeah, That's big great. hit, big hit. Um, I kind of had a little opposite of a thing because I got uh, my. Stuff hasn't come in for Nikki yet, but you know when you were talking about the Tiffany's box arriving and that it wasn't uh-huh. didn't have a whole bunch of Tiffany's stuff on right, it, right, which right. is great. Uh, I came into the house and there was like I came in from work yesterday and there was a box on the table that said like something like tasty popcorn, and the immediate thing I thought was oh fuck I overspent by a lot. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, let's see. What else? What else? Sorry, watching I have anything? notes. Oh, well, I did watch some stuff. I'll, I, I got. I only got a couple things. I'm. St- I'm almost done with Handmaid's Tale. I need it to end. It's taken forever to get to the point. The show is suffering from the Walking Dead syndrome oh, big no. time. That sucks. It's to just taken forever. Like all the moments that are supposed to be satisfying are very satisfying. Uh-huh. The shit in between is boring and monotonous and the repetitive. Bloat. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. And they need to they need to they so far now there's Five seasons. I don't know if there's supposed to be more. I haven't bothered to look because I don't care that much. But I'm about... I just started season five, and I can already tell you that they could have wrapped this in two, maybe three seasons, and it would have been perfect. Mm. But they're just dragging it on for as long as they can, yeah. and it's that is what it is. So anyway, I've gotten most of the way through that. And then I watched a movie called Silent Night... Uh, this is a relatively new movie. It's, if I'm not mistaken, it's still in theaters. Um, there's a, I think the guy's name that's in it is, his name's Joel Ackerman, I believe. I can't remember. He's in the show that I talked about, For All Mankind. Uh That's what I recognize him from, but I do believe he's been in several things that I've seen in the past. But he's kind of the the story revolves around. It's from the makers of uh, John Wick, and it's directed by John Woo, and 
it, it's uh, a story about this guy who um, loses his son to gang violence and goes out for revenge, very much like um, shit. What's the what's the movie the Charles Bronson movie. I know what you're talking about. Bruce Willis remade it recently. Uh, like, yeah, I, Death Wish. Thank you. It's a lot like Death Wish. Fuck. Um, it has a bit of a hook. I'm not going to get into what it is. Um, I liked the movie. Hopefully it's I, not the same hook as Death Wish. No, it's not. <laughs> it's. It, I liked the movie, but I feel like I had some. I did have some. Minor bugaboos, some minor issues with it. Again, I'm not going to get into it because I'd rather people see it. Um, three stars, three three and a half stars. Okay. Wasn't say just check it out. I liked it. Um, it was a good time killer. I I won't say that it's like the best movie I've seen in a long time. I'm not getting all pumped like about it, but I I did enjoy it. Um, I thought it was I thought it was fun. So cool. Uh, there was that, and then so the last thing I was going to bring up is we had this we had this year's christmas pageant uh cohen my grandson's christmas pageant was this year okay i looked at you confused this past week rather thought it was a work thing (laughs) yes we all have to get up and sing i want to blow the year so i have to be in the pageant now (laughs) i'm a reindeer Uh, I, I had I had to dress up as Florida for some reason. <laughs> it was misspelled and everything. Um, but so it was at the church next door to the school where my son attends because they have a they they let the school use the big auditorium their big auditorium for their Christmas because their their gym that they would normally have it in is nowhere near big enough to accommodate the number of people that come. Uh-huh. Um, so. We went to this, and I had said, I told my coworkers, I'm like, I've got a Christmas thing this morning, driving separately for my wife so that when we get finished, I can just take off and go. So I, it was start at 9.30. I said, I should be home by, or back to work, rather, by 10 o'clock, 10.15 tops. Because it's just, it was going to be the kindergarten class and then the first graders, and they each did like three songs. It was, you know, yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah. It wasn't a big deal. Sure. So we get in there uh, probably about 15 minutes before we're supposed, it's supposed to begin. And when it begins, they introduce, they say, welcome to the thing, yada, yada, yada. And then they go into this thing about how the musical director of the school, the music teacher, of the school who has been, has been there for like 26 years and now he is moving on to other endeavors. And he gets up to say farewell, goodbye. It's been nice knowing you. I've had some of you and some of your kids in my classes, you know, the whole spiel. He spent a good five minutes talking about how you need to you need to give our teachers a break because they don't know how you discipline your children and we have a certain way and it was a weird it was a weird thing for him to get something into something happened my something like. must have happened you know what grinds my gears and then again i like to stress i'm leaving voluntarily however <laughs> i would like to talk about this for 5 minutes <laughs> so yeah so 
as he's and of course they don't have the audio turned up loud enough. It's real echoey. Oh, yeah. I can Cla- barely understand. Classic. I'm, it's droning. <laughs> it's just droning, and I'm just waiting because I don't give a. This I don't know. Yeah, just show the kids. No, just their bring thing. the That's children out. Yeah. Your career choice or lack of choice, whatever, is not. I could give a fuck, and I guarantee you that ninety percent of the people in this room could give a fuck, if not more. <laughs> so get on. Could we start the story now? You know. So anyway, he's getting ready. You could tell by the tone in his voice that he's getting ready to wrap it up. And he goes, okay, and um, yeah, okay. Um, are there is there a doctor in the house? Oh fuck! Someone had a heart attack. Oh my god! And so this is Clark. There were several doctors in the house, two of which were cardiologists fighting over each other. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to be the hero. Uh, so you see people standing up and trying to make their way over. Of course, everyone is standing up like an idiot and looking over to see what's going on. I, I refuse to look over there. Yeah. Like I'm just trying to be respectful mm-hmm. and just kind of silently saying prayer, if you will. It, just please not today. Please not here in this place. Not after that man just said what he said for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and not and because. There is a child back there who has a family member having a heart attack. You know, uh-huh. God, please, not now, kind of thing. I'm not much for prayer, but this was a moment that I was I was really tuned into that feeling of I can't imagine one of those poor children losing in someone. Oh yeah. So then we hear them yelling for an AED. I don't know what that this is. This is a defibrillator. Okay. Know what that is from Left 4 Dead 2. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like sort of the most basic, basic types of defibrillators. You'll see them in big cities and in hospitals and stuff mm-hmm. in like almost like, almost like first aid kits that they stay on charge and they're always ready in case someone has a heart event. You can defib their fucking... And it's easy to easier than you know to use it's just a standard it's a very simplified piece of technology to help keep someone alive while you wait for EMS and this so they're screaming for the AED and then we hear the beeping and someone yells clear and we hear the thing kick on Yikes. and then we hear the sirens from the ambulance out front the fucking EMTs run in no shit about it felt like 10 minutes later there's like some, we wish you a merry christmas <laughs> don't snake me <laughs> they, there's they like this there's like this light applause <laughs> implying that they got this person stabilized you chose the right pageant to have a heart attack at I, yeah you did <laughs> they took her out and took her away, and they did the Christmas pageant. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, of course. So. I mean, you can't, I mean, what do you do? We found out. In honor of Kyle's dad, we will continue the pageant. He lived. <laughs> we found out yesterday, this made the news, the local news, 
And the, the fact that they had the person that had the, it, they did have a heart attack and they fucking died. They were dead for like five minutes, uh, oh. like clinically dead on the floor in that church for five minutes. But they were able to resuscitate him. And if it hadn't been for that machine, that person would have fucking died that day right there in, in church. And uh, so now it made the news and they're talking about how now we're going to try to get more of these machines out in public places. And we're going to make they're going to make like a, a like a website or something like a map, an easy to access map that shows like where the AED machines are located in the city so that you know if there's one nearby or whatever. But yeah, it was fucking, it was messed up. That sounds harrowing. It was weird. <laughs> I was really glad that, obviously, that the person made it. Yeah, that but been a really weird pageant. It was super weird that, that someone fucking died <laughs> in that, and then they just, it was surreal. This sure. just goes towards my theme of weird shit happening yeah. to me this week. Yeah. Or me being in the presence of weird shit happening. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try to imply that that in any way happened to me. But it was just weird to be in the presence of something like that, and then for them to be like, "Okay, everybody, let's get settled, and we're gonna go ahead and do the Christmas pageant," and then to be laughing and clapping at oh. the kids being silly and fun. But yeah. it sort of it was weird because it gave me. A feeling of I was much more appreciative of being there and watching the kids be silly and have fun. Sure. And when the, when Santa comes, they always sing. They all, the kindergartners every year for Clark's pageants. The kindergartners always sing "Here Comes Santa Claus," or or better watch out, better not whatever. The Santa Claus is coming to town, and right about they never tell the kindergartners, but right about ha about towards the end of the song a dude comes in ringing the bell and it's Santa and he has kids, a heart attack. The kids always, the kids always freak out. They all, they always do. Cause they don't know. They aren't told ahead of time that he's coming. And this dude comes in and the kids all get all fucking weird. <laughs> some of them keep singing and some of them are like jumping Santa, Santa trying to get his attention. And it, it was just fun to watch them, and normally I just sort of gloss over it, and I'm thinking, well, I I love my grandson, and I love the fact that he, and I want to be here for him, but this is not my jam. Mm -hmm. And to th this time it was more of a, someone fucking died here, <laughs> is no longer dead. Uh -huh. They were 56, five, six years older than me, and I'm going to, and I was looking at it. The whole thing was a little brighter. The whole thing was a little more special mm -hmm. to watch. Mm -hmm. And it was it was a strange day. Yeah, it sounds like it was. It sat heavy on me for a, for a while. And if going to a pageant was your jam, I'm not sure that we'd be friends. <laughs> I would probably wouldn't belong here. Yeah, I'd be better off hosting a podcast of dads who cook, or you know, soccer dads, or yeah, or like someone the FBI is looking into. <laughs> Went to another pageant today. <laughs>
<laughs> I did not go there with that at all. I was I was totally going in a different direction. Hey man, so. what do you like to do? I don't know. I love go to go kids' to pageants. Kids pageants. <laughs> Sweet, nice. You have a favorite? I, I, feed, off, I feed off their youth. <laughs> it emboldens me. Anyway, uh, I'm glad that I'm glad that they lived. I'm glad that you lived. Me too. I'm really glad about that part. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was a strange, fun, weird week. But it's fucked up, man. Here we go. Ka. You know, it's Ka, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. Ka like the wind. I'm done with uh, Wizard and Glass. Yeah. Good. I'm on to the Wolves of the Kala. Mm-hmm. Not very far into it. Mm-hmm. Great setup so far. Like, mm-hmm. that's a strong setup. And it's like, okay, all right, great. This is good. I think I'm going to like this one. Uh, I read the in-between novella, uh, The Little Wind Sisters. Through the Keyhole. No, because that one, I, the, well, the reason I read The Little Sisters of Illyria, oh, yeah, I think it is, yeah. um, is because I saw the publication date was between Wizard and Glass and uh, The Wolves of the Kala. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. like, well, and it's two hours. It's a chapter, and right. um, everything's eventual. And I was like, well, I just had my Spotify hours re-upped, you know, as the monthly thing. And it's mm-hmm. like, I can I can spend two hours reading it, uh, and it was good. But I was, it was, it happens before the Gunslinger. Uh huh. So it's like in between the events of like he's got too many fingers in this one. God, yeah. <laughs> it's just that it reminded me of like why I like this, why I like the series, and why so far I like the drawing of the three the best is because like Roland by himself isn't like great. You know what I mean? It's like Roland playing off of like Eddie and Susanna and Jake. He's the straight man. He's not a full member. The straight man by himself. The quartet. Right. You know, he's just a, um, it's Jake and Eddie and Susanna and Oi that are the full quartet. Yeah. Ache. Ache. I don't want to, I mean, I'm not that far in it. So I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, but fucking Oi, man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> he had that vision in the in the wizard in gla- uh, the wizard in glass, and it's like okay, that doesn't <laughs> sound very good. <laughs> so we'll see. But um, yeah, I still thought the little sisters of Eluria Eluria was uh, it was still good. It was a weird story, mm-hmm. and that was nice because it was like just. It's been a minute. I'll have to reread that one. It's too. like vampires, right? Yeah, but they're but they're made of bugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, it was cool. I'm still working on Wastelands. Uh, Gasher and his Fucking buddies. Fucking Gasher. God damn it. Jake. Fucking hate him so much. I do too. Like, I really... Fu- I hate I hate him and just a... Fucking close second is TikTok. TikTok. I fucking hate him. I've forgotten how, I have forgotten how much I hate them. <laughs> I hate Gasher way more. Like, I, he, oh, he I might, agree. He might be like, I my, agree. like he's the honestly, worst. like, most hated Stephen King, like, yeah, character. He's the worst. He fucking sucks. <laughs> he was making my stomach, like, tighten up. I was so, like, <laughs> yeah. I just wanted him to fucking die. <laughs> I couldn't die. wait. He could not die fast enough. Um, 
with him just fucking taunting Jake yeah, and being fucking a fucking prick, pedophile shit. Yeah, because <laughs> well, I think Eddie is nursing Roland back to health where I am in drawing of the three. Okay. So. But what'd you think? One one through ten. What'd you think of Wizard and Glass? Uh, it wasn't my favorite. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it, but and I liked um, you know, I liked Cuthbert mm-hmm. and Alain a lot. But I don't think that the interactions are nearly as entertaining as they were in other books. Like with with Eddie and all of them being from different worlds, I really like those interactions. And I also really like when the worlds mesh Mm -hmm. and it's like stuff... Me from, too. Like that's, that's one probably, of my favorite. It's bits. probably my favorite thing about like wastelands when they get to Lud, and there's all this like smattering of stuff and, from yeah. our world. Yeah, yeah. I, shit like that is really fucking cool. Yeah, I like I like that too. That's where I like those are probably my two favorite things about the series is the interaction with the people from different worlds or times. Um, so I, I do have a quick question. Yeah, yeah. What do you know about dipolar computers and transitive circuits? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Not a thing. Um, so, like, yeah, the, the characters from different worlds and different times interacting is my favorite part. And then just them, like, running across, like, different things from different worlds, I think, is, is also... My my favorite things. Uh, I thought Wizarding Glass was good. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. It just it wasn't it it wasn't suspenseful. You already get back to the story. Yeah, I mean, I would. It just wasn't suspenseful. You know, like I, it was a love story, mm-hmm. and it's like that's okay. It's, yeah, and I think that's why I think that's why I liked it so much because it felt different and it mm-hmm. felt like a different flavor that I really enjoyed. And I really am about Roland. I find him to be fascinating, and I, I, I will, I love hearing. I'm like Eddie and Susanna and Jake chomping at the bit for information about Roland's upbringing and yeah. his adventures, and I want to know more. Yeah. Right. But I totally get how. I could see how that could either be your favorite or not your favorite. You know what I mean? Like you're either going to, it's either going to be your favorite book or it's going to be, you're going to like it, but like the other stuff better. And there's nothing wrong with that either way. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it it is a completely different. I liked it. I thought it was good, but I mean, I was, you know, there were parts where it's like, yeah, okay. Can we? Yeah, Yeah. I get it. You know, and it's, and like I said, I mean, I I thought it was good. I think a lot of it has to do with, I know we talked about this a little bit last episode. I kind of knew where things were going just because of like things that have been said. Sure. They, I mean, there are twists and it definitely surprised me at the end with a few bits. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially like after the Susan story was stuff like, holy shit. Like, wow, I wish this, I wish yeah. these weren't just a side story, sure. you know? Cause it's like, fuck, that's kind of like, really intriguing like mm-hmm. the stuff when he goes back to Gilead and, yeah. and all that mm-hmm. um, but yeah just kind of knowing based on what he's what Roland has said in previous books about Susan it's sure. kind of like okay I, I mean you could piece together pretty much what had happened 
more or less based on just the shit he's set up yeah. to this point. I mean, he's talking so, about the reaping and the gunslinger. So yeah. right, yeah, Charu tree and all that. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I had a feeling that's where that was going to go. Yeah, pretty early on in that book. Yeah, but. Again, it's the journey was fine. Yeah, the journey was fine, and I liked everything with the um, big coffin hunters, and I liked yeah. everything with Rhea. Fucking hate her. Holy God, shit. yes, she's and Cordelia. Good lord, she's probably she's even worse. Related to Gasher, <laughs> distantly. <laughs> I believe it. Uh, I love all the shit with Marilyn's rainbow. Fuck. Yeah, I think that's neat. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's really neat. Yeah, yeah, the introduction of that, and I like how that plays out. How the glass. Mm-hmm. plays out and I think that was all really neat too and and the wiki does talk about the other orbs that aren't part of the story like yeah. who has them and where they are and what they Well do. what I thought was interesting was you know cuz I think it's Roland mentions the other ones cuz it's like you know there's one for each gate right mm-hmm. and um but only but they've all been destroyed I think he said but four mm-hmm. and he talks about where they are and who had them and one of them was in Lud which is fucked up. I know, because they were just they there. Were, oh, fuck, we were just there. <laughs> yeah, um, so I thought that was interesting. Well, I will tell you that post-Wizard and Glass, I have, all but, I have almost no recollection of the broad story between the end of Wizard and Glass and the end of the series. So it's going to, when I get through Wizard and Glass, it's going to be pretty fresh for me. Dude. I'm telling you. I do remember really, really liking I do remember Wolves of the Cala pretty well, and I remember really liking the it. The setup in that one was like, oh, shit, this is a fucking, this is going to be a Stephen King book. Yeah. You know what I mean? And by that, I mean it's like this is going to be more like, it feels like it's going to be more like some of the horror stuff of his that I've read. Is this Taters and Gravy? Is that uh, That's been mentioned by okay. Arunt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is that so? Andy I don't know. and Taters, Taters and Gravy, uh-huh. that's okay. Uh-huh. I'm not sure I'm... Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Like I said, I'm an hour into that. I'm in the prologue still, Mm -hmm. so I don't know where it's going to go. But the setup has been very much like, okay, all right, cool. And I could see it blending with, you know, because all this is happening and Andy's like, and there are strangers on the beam, you know? So it's like, okay, I could see this. I could see, like, it's the the setting is a horror setting, you know? The wolves come in and, you know, take the children kind of deal. And it's like, that's horrible, and like you don't know much about them. Yeah, I don't know much about them yet. But then it's also like I can see the setup where it's like, but Roland's gonna be here, and you know the sure the quartet is gonna be here, and what's gonna happen? How's that gonna play out? I'm excited for it's it. It's interesting to parallel that with the way that they handle the village outside of Lud. Yeah, before know, they get there. With like the, 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 one of the things that I really had forgotten and I really liked about it was when they leave to head into Lud and Jake's like, we could have stuck around. Uh-huh. And then he's like, yeah, well, Eddie's like, they would. It, it's, it was if you give a mouse a cookie. Yeah. You know, it was the same kind of deal. They're going to want us to do a little of this and then what's the harm in staying another couple of days? Right. And they need a aqueduct fixed or some plumbing repaired or you know and we could do that because it's you know there's time and i like that kind of thing because it they do have to sort of either anything to get you off the path they either yes exactly and they'll either leave in peace or they'll leave with everyone dead Mm -hmm. and 
I like that there's very little gray area with there. pizza yeah. and pieces. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And I did exactly. like in Wizard in Glass the um like I love seeing Roland make the decision that he makes and like knowing why and how that ties into his quest and like mm-hmm. I thought that was really strong and like that mm-hmm. was it was a really long way of like cementing you know his how uh incredibly driven he is sure. and yeah. and why he is. Yeah. So I thought that was I thought that was cool. Awesome. Um Nikki Henry and I went to uh Carbondale uh this past weekend to go to Castle Perilous, uh which is a, a cool game store that they've got there. Um and that was great, as it always is. They've got a lot of cool stuff. Like they've got some old tabletop games and board games and and new stuff too. Uh, but we um, stopped at Nikki wanted to eat. I could tell she was like hangry, e- excited. To, well, she was because <laughs> when I asked her the night before, I was like, "Hey, do you want to go to Castle Perilous and like shop and look around?" She was like, "Yeah, and can we eat too?" <laughs> so it's like, it's okay, like, she, no, she, no, we cannot. It's <laughs> one or the other. <laughs> We're gonna go to Carbondale and then we're gonna either. You eat <laughs> or go to Castle. You keep Paralyze. Cheerios in a baggie, and we're gonna go shopping. That's right. I'll bring my yogurt, pretzel bites. <laughs> yeah, she. Uh, I could tell she wanted to like eat out, and because we haven't been doing that a lot, and you know, it'll appease Henry too, who also wants to eat out constantly. Uh, but we stopped at a. Uh, there's a. There are like two Japanese restaurants in uh, Carbondale. We went to Yamato, which is like. Um, they they have hibachi, but like we were in the car and I was like, we're not getting hibachi. I've looked at the menu. We're not. There's no way. We're not gonna spend sixty dollars and for lunch. And I know what you're <laughs> gonna eat, Henry. I know you're gonna want hibachi, but like it, you're not gonna get twenty dollars worth of that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're let's all agree that we're not gonna do it. And it was that was fine. And then when we got there, they're like, "We're sorry, the hibachi's closed." And it's like, not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Turns <laughs> out we had decided against it already. There's no temptation now. They had sushi there that was really good. Mm. It was like Nikki ordered. Um, I can't remember what it was. Great podcasting, I know, but it's something that she had ordered at Jasmine before, and I had tried, and I'd been like, "Mm-mm, fuck no." But here it was. She was like, she ate all of it but one, and she's like, "You should, you should eat that." And I was like, "I don't know." And she's like, "You should, you should try it." I was like, "Okay," and it was really good. <laughs> so, so it turns out Jasmine sucks at making this thing. They, the last time we went, they, I mean, Nikki, like Nikki. I like sushi, okay. I like the like rolls and stuff, but like Nikki likes sushi. And when we went to Jasmine, she's like, "Nah, I don't want to eat that." Yeah. And my mom was also like, "I don't eat that." And Henry was like, mm-hmm. "I don't eat." So it just <laughs> sat. And I was like, "I sure as fuck don't want to eat it." <laughs> so yeah, pretty much just sat there. So I don't know. Sam sushi is pretty solid. I've it's heard that. Yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah, I may have to try that. I don't know. Um. I guess that's kind of it. I'm sick. If you couldn't tell. <laughs> uh, head cold, tested negative for COVID, as did Henry. He was in bad shape on Saturday night. Uh, he tested negative for everything. The doctor's just kind of like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's a kid. Yeah, and then like, that's what they do. Is on get Monday, sick. he was fine. 
still playing Final Fantasy fourteen. I'm like, man, I wanted to get through Shadow. I wanted, I wanted so much to come on and be like, I finished Shadowbringers and it was great. I'm like three quests away mm. from from the end. I just couldn't squeeze the time in. But yeah, so far it is still, so far it is still great. Um, so yeah, maybe updates on that next week. Okay, right on. A lot of Hades in my life right now. Yeah. Still on the the Hades train. I have. I got back into it, and I've been riding it hard. That's great, man. First, and I've been paying a little bit more attention to the story. Yeah, and getting really into the actual story. I was really into the gameplay and the farming, the darkness, and you know all that stuff. Me too. But now I've kind of taken a very. I'm I'm like getting different like weapon mods and boons and things that I wouldn't pick before because I was like pretty set in my ways about yeah. how to do it, you know, but then I've realized that that's not the ideal way to play. There's no wrong way, but right. yeah, I've been experimenting and playing around with it and having cool. a whole lot of fucking cool, fun. Man. And I think I just want to kind of keep that freshness going and be like ultra prepared for Hades, Hades 2. Too. I'm going to be fucking day one oh, on yeah. Hades hell 2. Yes. I can, hell hell yeah. yeah. I cannot <laughs> wait. I cannot wait. I, and it, I, I think I don't mean to interrupt. I, no. I think it 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 dawned on me yet again, like I had a fresh awareness of just how goddamn good this game is. It's the detail and the the intricacies and the the way they developed this thing. I have yet to find a flaw in this game. And again, I was excited to play it before, and I was just kind of going through, and yay. But now I'm kind of seeing it more for what it really is, and it's just insanely good. It's, it's, it's a fantastic crazy. video game. Top 10. Top, top 10. 10. I'm like, it's possibly top five for me. I love it. I love it. I'd say top 10 for me. The longer I think about it, though, probably the lower it gets. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, fantastic. Fantastic video game. Yeah. Held up really well. It's uh, it's good to go back to. I mean, it's just been it's just been a lot of fun. So, cool. Yeah. Do, is there a do we have a a date or like a year on Hades two? Is that I been think set? it was supposed to come out Q two of next year. Holy shit! So could be I'm, could be summer next year i'm excited about it i'm also nervous about it was that that's weird because it's not like it's my video game yeah quarter two 2024 cool i'm not working on it i'm not developing it but still it's like guys please don't fuck this please up don't fuck it up don't please. make a bad sequel yeah or it's tough man because it's like they i feel like they obviously they can't make a bad sequel but they're also like them by doing a sequel is like well, it has to be better than Hades, which was uh, oh, goddamn near perfect. Be, yeah, <laughs> tough. It's going to be tough. Um, I'll be all right if it's as good as Hades, just has fresh content, yeah. which I'm sure that it will. But what story, you know, I'm anxious to know the story they're going to develop from uh, this and how this all plays out. And I have faith that the story will be mm-hmm. there, and I have faith that the art direction will be there and that the voice yeah. acting will be there. I have faith in that. It's just the mechanics. I want to I know. I want to know what they're doing. <laughs> we will know, hopefully. 
What I'm hoping for is Q2 rolls around and they're like, we, we need a push few more months. I'm We're pushing it back. Too. I I like it when they push a game release back because it tells me that they're not trying to rush yeah. it to production. They're trying yeah. to get it get it right. We're worried this isn't going to make you horny enough. Right. So <laughs> we want to give it an extra quarter. <laughs> we need to finish the H version. Right, yeah. Which would be amazing. We have more six packs to add and tighter clothing that we need yeah. to <laughs> straighten up on here. Artemis. <laughs> so the girls were very excited the other day. So I watched New to Disney Plus, the new Percy uh, Percy Jackson. I've been seeing the commercials for this. Yeah. How is it? Uh, it was good. It now, does this like follow had, the movies or is it a new, it's like a reboot of the reboot, whole franchise? Because the movies okay. were fucking hot. I heard they were bad. Trash. Oh, they're, they're definitely Holy awful. I was because I I like the series. Right. I've read both mainline series and I started the the Norse one. Love them. Great books. Gave me great you know bonding with the kids like all around like wonderful decision to read those books. Then they wanted me to watch the movies. Holy holy shit! I only saw the first movie and the I only good thing that came out of the it. movies was it was Alessandra Daddario's Big Break. Okay. We <laughs> got her from these movies. Other than that, holy shit, they are. Fucking awful. And you could tell, like, I don't know what, at the end of the second one at Sea of Monsters, what they're trying to go for because they rush. I guess they just, they know, like, this sucks. We're not going to get to finish this series. And they just try to sprint for the finish line and skip four, like, four books and get to the end in the second one. It mm. is like a panty and stocking episode. Holy shit. Like a model blowing up. <laughs> <laughs> There's more like, of that coming too. I though. can't wait for that, dude. <laughs> I can't wait. But yeah, it's yeah, they were awful. So this is a complete and as it should be, it should be a, a series because there's so much information there. They shouldn't be movies. Yeah. So rebooting it like they have and and now it looks like they're doing it right. It's not just like kids in their mid twenties playing young teens, like they're twelve and thirteen year old actors, like it makes sense and so far, so far, it was the first two episodes. Is all that's out. So, but but it was good. Cool. I'll promising. give it a look because I was I've been seeing the mm-hmm. information, the commercials for it a lot lately. Yeah, they've changed enough enough good things because there there are some differences already. But they're like, okay, that makes sense. It's not like Wheel of Time where they make completely complete nonsensical changes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, other than that, that's all. That's all I've really been up to. So. You guys want to do a draft or anything? Or we're going to sure. open, these, open these presents? I'll open my presents. Yeah, you can, go, you can open them up whenever you want to. Tyler, you go first. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> that is nice. That is nice. I heard you like the Avatar. I do like the Avatar. <laughs> oh, sweet. Avatar glass, Avatar um, tumblers. I love it. I love it. Good, man. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. My turn. I like this paper. That's all Nikki. I figured. Yeah. She was really nice and like sent me a text message as I was leaving work. She was like, I, I wrapped those gifts for Aww, you and Tyler. It's nice. Oh, shit. It's my goal to get you the Brother. figures that you're probably not going to buy yourself. Oh, I love it. 
It's what power. It's power from Chainsaw Man, a, uh, a, a figurine, a model of power. I Get love another it. vibration stars. Another vibration <laughs> stars. I'm, I, I know exactly where this is going. Thanks, man. Yeah, That's great. Yeah, I love welcome. this. Love me some power. Me too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I cannot wait to put that in my office. I'd play a Chainsaw Man Hades like. Ooh, that would be cool. <laughs> they need to do that. Well, for for drafts, what I had ideas, a Kyle draft and a Captain draft. We could just take bets on how many texts you're going to get in the next five minutes. I think it's what the a lot. fuck is going? Is everything okay? I can tell you it's a lot, and maybe you need to look at those. Yeah, something might be very wrong. The it's, table it's is going Snapchat, rent, rent. and apparently the whole family is having a conversation on Snapchat. <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah, they'll, they'll get on streaks with all just since each other for like 30 minutes. So, I'll go ahead and put that on silence. Did you say Kyle? Kyle. Kyle? Kyle. Katarn? That could be one of them. <laughs> Your favorite of, of, of Kyle's. Okay, yeah. And sure. then and then captains, because we talked about the, that captain. None of the captains are good too. Mm-hmm. I'm good with either of these. What were your other two ideas? Oh, then just had the whole big list of all the other drafts. Oh, yeah. Uh, captains works for me. Yeah, I think I'd prefer captains too because what's going to happen is I'm going to run out of Kyle's real quick. I don't know a lot of Kyle's. I'm just we're going to forget a Kyle who listens, and that's going to be a big problem. For oh me yeah, yeah. Because I'm going to feel bad about it. Captains? I don't know how many captains we have. Captains? Oh, there's a lot of captains. <laughs> yeah. When I was watching that TikTok, I was like, holy shit, there are. There's a lot of fucking captains. So many goddamn captains. Oh, you've got an advantage. I do have a little bit of an advantage. Goodness. Sure. So I'll go last because I have the advantage. Well, okay. You don't have to do that. Yeah, just roll. We'll I'll just... Go, I'll go, let's go Dave, E, and me. This is I have the advantage. No, no. I just wanted to point out to the listeners, I don't care. But that I Tyler is that a Tyler's cheating, going into cheating this. whore. <laughs> <laughs> Your word's not mine, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay if I agree with that. I just didn't say it first. Well, we can flip. We can. Ian and I can flip for it. Yeah. I don't think I have a coin. I don't have a coin. I haven't had a coin in my pocket for... A long time. Evens and odds. Yeah, that sounds yeah. good. Um, evens. Odd. All right. So it's Dave, it's me, me, Tyler, as Tyler said. I know. Ka. Ka. Ka is a wheel, and that wheel begins with Dave. But also a net. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will go with Captain N. What is Captain N? Captain N, uh, from the Nintendo cartoon. Oh, oh, Captain yes. Captain N. Okay. I'm not like. If you were to ask me a question about the show, I wouldn't be able to answer. But however, <laughs> this is a video retro video game podcast, so I feel like I wanted to make sure that Captain N was mentioned. <laughs> okay. Captain Jean Luc Picard. Mm-hmm. There you go. Man, you could probably just do all Star Trek. Characters. I could easily do all Star Trek captains <laughs> and clear five. I could do three. Well, I will pick America. Yeah, captain, comma cap. Fuck yeah, captain. captain. <laughs> Rogers, comma Steve. I understood that reference. <laughs> I'll go, uh, Captain Falcon. Nice, Captain Crunch. Captain, if you prefer. <laughs> Crunch is a good one. Crunch. 
I will say Captain Planet. He's our hero. With our powers combined. How many times do you think those kids summon him for like petty reasons? Because <laughs> they're, they're children. <laughs> Anybody want some pizza? Oh, we can't fly very fast. Yeah, we don't have our driver's license. <laughs> I know who'll get us pizza. Because <laughs> that is definitely what kids would do with those. Um, I will go with... Is he old enough to buy us porn and beer? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> nah, he's only like five, technically. <laughs> but he looks like he is old enough. Yeah. That's, That's all that matters. matters. <laughs> he's got an ID that says McLovin <laughs> from Hawaii. Uh, I've got to go, because it's Tadpog, I have to go Captain Ron. I have yep. to go Captain Ron. Yep. Good it's, one. Just got to. Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah, there it is. I that was I was close. Morgan. Yeah. Captain, Captain Morgan. Morgan. Oh, the famous barrel standing upon rum captain. Mm-hmm. I'll go with Captain James T. Kirk. Nice. Yeah. I'm not a big Star Wars enjoyer. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I've watched a lot of the original series, so to me, that's he's he's the captain. All right, with his double fist punch. He's a good, uh, we just watched Wrath of Khan recently and loved it. We just sat and watched it just because it's just that good. Love me some Captain Kirk, man. I get it. Um, Captain. Of the Millennium Falcon, Han Solo. <laughs> yeah, okay. Count it. Judges? Ding. He refers to himself as Captain of the Millennium Falcon. So that counts. And who no cares? arguments. And who cares? No arguments. <laughs> uh, I will pick Pirate Captain Jean Lafitte. Oh, oh, shit. Good pick for you. Kind of an on-brand pick for you, actually. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Man, I don't want to pick Captain Kangaroo because I don't really have any kind of attachment to Captain Kangaroo, but I can't think of any other captains right now because I'm on the spot and not, you know. Yeah, that's what happens to me every week. So, yeah, Captain Kangaroo. Cool. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> He's a good dude. He was a good, good. dude. Good. I'm glad to hear that. I do have some connection okay. to the show, so... Just a little. It's a good pick. Nothing against him. He oh. was just a little before my time. I yeah. never watched. Yeah, yeah. Captain Wholesome, Kangaroo, so. good show. Good. I'm glad to hear that. He was like Mr. Rogers kind of thing. Okay. Was, okay. Good. Good. Good kids TV back in the day. Mr. Rogers is safe. Captain w- Rogers. Captain. Rogers. Captain Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Doctor. Do- Captain Doctor Mr. Rogers. He like I didn't like watching Mr. Rogers a whole bunch as a kid. I remember, but no, like me. I didn't either. But really. as I get older, like the nostalgia for yeah. Mr. Rogers it's is like good. greater than it is. It's greater than yeah. how I enjoyed it as a child. Right. Watching uh, Captain Rogers when I was a little kid uh, <laughs> reminded me of like I it, it always felt like I was watching my grandfather like. Going to his house, going to my grand, my mom's dad's house. He looked like Mister Rogers, <laughs> and he, they were he wore cardigans all the time, and it was very, very you know 
decent. Yeah. And it just, I don't know, I always associated him with seeing Papa Bob, so it was weird. I want to watch that documentary um, about Captain Rogers, but I don't <laughs> want to cry. So I haven't watched. Yeah, he was like a good dude, like for real, the last true, truly good person from that era. I mean, from really any era, honestly. But I have watched it, and you will cry. (laughs) Well, Um, the trailer itself, I mean, it it doesn't say it outright, but it's pretty much like you're going to fucking, we're going to make you cry. Yeah. You're going to treat this like some Japanese viewers treat anime. You can just watch it and let emotions come out. Right. This is what we use it for. Um, am I up? My turn. Is this number five? Yep. I'm kind of drawing some Captain Blanks as well. So the only thing I can get in my head right now is Captain Stubing of the Love Boat. Oh, shit. That's also a little. Hi, a little Captain bit. Stubing. Permission Hi, to come aboard, everybody. sir. It was Dace Ventura. He, Fuck. He, he walks into the party. He goes to that party, and the, the butler, the guy answers the door, and he he's a bald guy that's wearing, like, you know, a kind of a tux, but he looks... <laughs> I laughed so hard the first time I watched this movie, just constantly through the Ace Ventura movie, the first one, that, because he... Yeah, but he says, Hi, Captain Stubing. Permission to come aboard, sir. And I think that joke will be lost on anyone <laughs> today, but I thought it was hilarious. I probably laughed at it, but I definitely didn't get it. And I <laughs> like haven't the seen cliffhanger Ace joke was lost on me. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think the last time I've watched Ace Ventura. I probably need to rewatch it. Unfortunately, I don't think there's a Super Is there not game. a Super NES game associated there's, with it? There has to be. There has to be. And Ace something. Ventura game. It's probably just not on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. I'm going to do some quick research. Okay. Tyler, your last pick? Uh, that would be Knight Captain of the Red Wings, Cecil Harvey. Okay. Final Fantasy IV fame. Ah, that's good. That was a solid draft, gentlemen. I had honorable mentions as Mal from Firefly. Captain Caveman. Captain Caveman's a good one. Captain and Tennille. Uh, Linebeck from Phantom Hourglass and the Zelda game. There's all the other Star Trek captains I don't know anything about. Captain Janeway, Captain um, Pike, Pike, Captain Archer, Captain Cisco. Yeah. There's still like Barbosa and Davy Jones from mm, yeah. mm-hmm. Captain Haddock from Ten Ten. Of course. How do we forget that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a CD ROM. Ace Ventura video game. Yeah. Shit. No, I'd rather have a 16-bit. Yeah. I don't know, man. It was an adventure game. Really? (laughs) Captain Hook? Fuck. Jesus. How do we miss Captain Hook? I still make Julia Roberts jokes because of the trivia I read about her on that movie. Captain of the Planet Express, Taronga Leela. Oh, damn. Yeah. That's that's true, but I don't. I just think of her as Leela. Yeah, Captain Nemo. Otherwise, we've we've kind of hit on most everybody else. Take that to the bank. I'd buy that for a dollar. 
I wish a- I could start Captain naming Ahab. police oh. captains from all the movies that we've recently watched, like the police oh, captain God, from yes. Last Action Hero and from RoboCop. And damn, Captain Jonas Grumby, aka the Skipper uh, from Gilligan's Island. Gr- yes, I don't know why I knew that. That I didn't. Re- I recognized the name, and then when you said what it was, it's something I'd heard before that that was his name, Grumby. Not to be confused with Gumby. <laughs> Gilligan. Gilligan's last name is actually Gumby. <laughs> Gilligan Gumby and, and Jonas Grumby. New Steam name. <laughs> Which one? Jonas Grumby? Oh, got to be Gilligan Gumby. Gilligan Gumby. Captain Quint from Jaws. Okay, yeah. Doll's Eyes. Captain um, Quill. Yeah, uh, Star Lord from Guardians oh, of the Galaxy. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Captain, uh, what's his name? It's just the captain from The Simpsons. Ah, <laughs> I always think about the all-you-can-eat seafood buffet. He it was his it was his thing, and then Homer shows up. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right, we'll take a break and then slide into some Wayne's World talk. Here we go. Sounds good to me. Listen, we need to have a talk about Vanderhoff. The fact is, he's the sponsor. And you signed a contract guaranteeing him certain concessions, one of them being a spot on the show. Well, that's where I see things just a little differently. Contractor, no. I will not bow to any sponsor. I'm sorry you feel that way, but basically it's the nature of the beast. Maybe I'm wrong on this one, but for me, the beast doesn't include selling out. Garth, you know what I'm talking about, right? It's like people only do things because they get paid. And that's just really sad. I can't talk about it anymore. It's giving me a headache. Here, take two of these. Ah, new print. Little. Yellow. Different. Look, you can stay here in the big leagues and play by the rules, or you can go back to the farm club in Aurora. It's your choice. Yes. And it's the choice of a new generation. And now time for the game talk and the movie talk. Game, game talk. talk. Game talk. Party time. <laughs> <laughs> So I saw this movie before I even knew it was an SNL skit or had seen the SNL skit. I believe that was probably the case for a lot of people. (laughs) I knew it was because I was almost 20 and had been, you know, able to stay up that late on a Saturday night. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. I think I was 11 when this movie came out. But I already, I knew about Wayne's World and I was, always loved it, but nothing I loved the movie because it was so brand accurate to the to Wayne's World the skit. Yeah. They had already been doing it for months before the movie came out and uh it was it was a good experience. Mike Myers is the fucking man. Yeah. I love him. Uh I heard some stories about him on set where he would like 
was very difficult to work with. Mm. Uh, and I've heard that before, like on other movies too. But uh, the director was talking about how he had a meltdown because they didn't have margarine for his bagels. <laughs> <laughs> I could see him being a pain in the ass. Yeah, same. I love his brand and uh-huh. I love his humor yeah. and he. I love the things that he does. Yeah. I've very rarely seen anything that I didn't respect at, at the very least respect, but most of his stuff I like, but I could definitely see him being a bit of a, a pill. Little diva. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't yeah. think he and Dana Carvey have anything to do with the, do with each other anymore yeah. because Dana Carvey said, Oh yeah, he's still Dr. Evil from me. Right. <laughs> so oh, yeah, that I know right? there's bad blood between that. them. Yeah. Was so we'll never see a Wayne's World 3. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> we didn't need Wayne's World 2. I liked yeah. Wayne's World 2. I liked two, it fine, but, but yeah. we didn't need it. Yeah. If they were to do one now, it would be... I don't know how you approach it. Would it would be pandering. <laughs> Honestly, God, it would be just pandering to that trend of right. bringing things back uh-huh. that maybe... Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not. Yeah. I feel like this would be a not. A I mean, not. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen the new Bill and Ted, but I hear it's good. It is good. That's so, one that is a that is a good that was a good thing. Mm-hmm. It was it was worth it. I thought, man, when I saw this, Dave Grohl's in it. Nice. There we yeah. go. Well, I think like I think Keanu Reeves being like as hot as he was when Bill and Ted Three came out, like that went a long way. Because right now it's kind of like. Mike Myers and Dana Carvey aren't like, you know, on the tips of the mm-hmm. tongues of the of general literally public. everyone. Right. Yeah. 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 You know that's the voice of Shrek? Really? Oh. All right. <laughs> Donkey get out of my swamp? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the meme guy? The green meme guy? <laughs> the the Snapchat filter where you like kiss where Shrek kisses He's you? He's behind you, know? you butt fucking you? That Shrek? <laughs> Have you seen that one? Is that the one you're talking about? I, I've seen the. I know the one where he's like making out with you and people were doing stuff with. But <laughs> I just didn't, there was a there's another one like, where he's like over your shoulder with, a, <laughs> with like his hands on you. Ah, <laughs> uh, but God, the crush I had on uh, Tia Carrere when this Dude, came out. Yeah. Listen, I oh. I watched this movie again today, and I I had hesitated to rewatch it. Simply because I've seen it so many times, <laughs> yeah. I didn't think I needed to rewatch it, and I'm actually really glad Me that too. I did. Yeah, same. and yep. I watched it, rewatched it as well. Dude, you Tia Carrera is hot as fuck, and yeah. I think <laughs> I, when I first saw this movie, I got shooing. A little, <laughs> <laughs> I did, yeah, screen clear. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, clarinets. <laughs> Fucking bagpipes. Got you. That's coming. I like how we all made references to the first level. Oh, yeah. there's more than one level in this video game? Whoa. I watched Weird. I watched the long play, or most of the long I skimmed, play. I skimmed through it yeah. to confirm that there is more than one level. Correct. Same. <laughs> Girl, same. Uh, but the only thing that... Okay, so the thing that bothered me about Tia Carrera in this movie originally was that she, okay, so she's the singer of this band, Critical Threat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's really singing. Crucial Threat. It's crucial Threat. She's really singing all those songs. And she's got yeah, a great I know, voice. Right? I mean, that's, that's, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's yeah. a little cringe because, you know, she's, 
Rita Repulsa. She doesn't. It. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like <she's> up. <laughs> well, and she, the way she like sort of presents herself is more of a K-pop idol than a metal band front woman. Well, I thought Ballroom Blitz was from this movie. Did you really? <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing, the only thing that I could not get past back in the day was how bad she is at faking playing the bass. <laughs> and I'm like, we don't need her to play bass. Give him a bass player and let her just sing because she is a good singer yeah, and yeah. she. I thought she did a fantastic job. They knew better than to give her a guitar. But I guess. don't give. I would have rather they gave her oh, a really? guitar because would it have been less obvious. It would have been less oh, okay, obvious. Okay. She's clearly, clearly not playing. Yeah. And I mean, I knew the rest of the guys in the band, especially the drummer. You could tell were either actually playing. Or playing along accurately, and she was just sort of, you know, you've heard a, you've heard a bass line in a song, and you can imagine that when you pluck the strings of a bass, that's when you would, you know, when you hear the notes, yeah. and usually most of the songs, the bass line goes bum 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 bum, <laughs> you know, you don't have to be good at bass to do that much, and she wasn't even doing that. She would be like, her fingers would literally be resting on the strings. What well, I didn't even notice, that man. Bob, and I'm a, but I'm a bass player, yeah, 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 yeah. so I naturally gravitate sure. towards whoever's no, playing bass, great. and I it bugged the shit out of me, yeah, and I got I so triggered by this. I was able to put that aside today when I was watching, and first and foremost, realized that. You know, not only did she do a really excellent job singing, they credited her as the performer of the songs in the credits of the movie, like said, performed by Tia Carrera. So they wanted to make sure that you knew, if you couldn't tell, I mean, yeah. you can tell that it was her. Yeah, but you, yeah, but, but it's to nice have to that have as credited, the yeah. crediting, I thought was great. But she, when she is not done up in her over too much makeup and her weird outfits and stuff. She is straight up gorgeous. Well, oh, scene... I was there day one to get that Playboy whenever she finally, Dude, many, oh, many, many years later, posted her Playboy. Oh, that that scene, the, the the very bad ending of the movie, where oh, she and the Rob bikini. Lowe are like poolside and oh, she's in the swimsuit. Oh my That was the best night of my life. Yeah. I had a moment. I was just like, you were incredible. <laughs> Damn, Tia. Right. Yeah, yeah. Tia be yeah, there, there are nine, ten-year-old scrawlings where I'm like, Tyler plus Tia. <laughs> <laughs> would you have changed your last name? Or would you have wanted Probably. her to change? Yeah, I would too. Tyler, Tyler <laughs> Tia oh. Carrera makes sense. <laughs> I did, yeah, I'd, I'd be, I have to make sure I'm pronouncing it correctly first. <laughs> but yeah, I believe it is yeah. Carrera. Carrera? That's what I thought I think too. it is, yes. <laughs> um, so you talking about the instruments and noticing her not actually playing the bass. I have a question for you. When Garth plays the drums, that's in the him. Music, that looked like him. That's just, so Dana Carvey had a bit had had been doing that. He's, but it's it's, and I knew this was really him because it's the same. He has one like that's his beat. He can yeah. do that, and I'm sure he can do other stuff. But right. that's what he all starts out with the doom doom. You know, the the thing that he plays in Wayne's World is sort of his same bit that he's been doing forever and if he were to if if someone were to say hey can you sit down and play us something on the drums that would be what he would play it's kind of his go-to yeah, yeah. from what i understand but yes that was him i like to play doing that i like to play <laughs> 
cool. Yeah, it looked like him. And it made it reminded me of you talking about the bass also reminded me. Have you seen those YouTube videos where it's like what they actually played? No. They're really great. Like oh, there's, I'll a, have to there's check that out. a channel that does drums specifically. Uh-huh. And it's like it's a lot of it's from like animation and it's <laughs> like what they actually played. And they show what it Sound it looks and sounded like in the original animation, and then the guy overdubs <laughs> what, it, what it actually is. Oh, that's awesome. It's always entertaining. <laughs> you know, I, I definitely will check that out. Um, so, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised by how frequently this movie, this 21-year-old, how old is this 31-year-old movie? Came out in 92. Yeah. Uh, made me laugh. Yeah. Uh, there was some... And I probably laughed at different stuff now than I did maybe the first time I saw it. I definitely did. And I think that speaks volumes to that rare gem of a Saturday Night Live-based movie mm. that kind of hits in the right way at different times and mm. different times in your life. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a lot of good, subtle adult humor in there and then plenty of obviously the you know potty humor kind of yeah. stuff which is fine that's that was funny too it was it was silly and thinking how god it's like that movie might be the most 90s movie ever i think oh, it, yeah. i think it probably set a lot of the standard for the way the 90s pop culture kind of was uh, more so as not so much as a commentary on 90s culture, but like as a forerunner of Set, 90s culture. Like setting the style. Setting the style. Like and a lot of comedy. How many, how many years in a row? How many, how long did we use not and swing? And, you and know, still, we still we are. We still are. Right. I mean, those things are still, and they're, they're more nostalgic references now. Right. But there's, but they still get a laugh. They're ingrained. And it's the kind yeah. of thing that, blows my mind that's what she said exactly. i mean like, i know the office is like right. that's michael that's, scott that definitely usurped that but I but mean, it's still part of the the mainstream it's still right. something we say because it just comes as it comes as naturally to me to say that as it came to michael scott mm -hmm. to the point not to the, maybe the point where i've got to be like <laughs> trying not to <laughs> no say time. it no, no <laughs> time but yeah it's it's funny how how they uh still kind of got me and i like i said mike myers has my number he i love his work i think he's really funny i like his brand of comedy um i love the austin powers movies even though they don't hold up as well today i haven't watched them recently it's, I, I have video games we could do austin powers yeah. we, could, we could do that i, I would web like browsers. to uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> i would like to rewatch uh, austin powers those were funny movies yeah. though and uh, so I married an axe murderer. Yes, and then, that's great. Underrated, it's, extremely underrated. I don't know. I recently rewatched that one on a goof, and found myself liking it more now than I did then. I loved it then because of the Mike Myers stuff, but I I started having a little bit more respect for the supporting cast in that movie than I did the first time around. Um, but yeah, that was uh, his his and Shrek and all the stuff that he did. He has consistently been able to make me the glorious bastard laugh. 
Loved him in Inglorious <laughs> Bastards. He that was he was in Inglorious Bastards for ten minutes tops. Yeah, and it was great. Yeah, he was in Bohemian Rhapsody, which uh, Freddie Mercury did get to see that. So did he? That's... He saw he saw it. He saw a promotional trailer six months before he died, so he did get to see that scene and that fucking is loved it. Amazing. But that's that's been reputed because it's like the oh really yeah because a, ban- uh, a bandmate had said that, but then the director of the movie has been like, "There's no way that he saw a tape of the film." Like, there's she's like, "There's no mm. way." So I don't know. I like to I like yeah. to think that it's true. Let's, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna hope to believe. Strike from the record. We hope to believe. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was also saddened to read that because mm. I'd always heard that too. Yeah. Well, and I wanted to. Of course, I've got several bits of trivia about this. I do too. Movie. We might have the same ones. And uh, I did want to mention, especially considering that um, Bohemian, that Bohemian, what criminally young Ed O'Neill. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Why is it? <laughs> That when you kill a man in a war, it's heroic. <laughs> Why do they come to me to die? Why do they come to me to die? <laughs> but when you kill another man in the heat of passion, it's a crime. That's so, the second level of Blaine's World, the video game. The, yeah. donut, the donut shop. shop. Yeah. The third level is the gas works. Uh-huh. And that's the video that's game. the game. <laughs> well, we're going to get into the video game more in a bit, because I have quite a bit to say about that as well. Okay, okay. Um, but regarding Bohemian Rhapsody, and as we all know, the iconic scene that the, opens the movie, which is when they're riding and they're Blue Gremlin and the they're listening mobile. to Bohemian Rhapsody, and uh, the headbang to the hard part. And I mean, okay, so what's, what's really fun about that is the first thing I always go to when I think about that is how they do this in Wayne's world and then flash forward 30 years and then the movie Bohemian Rhapsody comes out, which is the biopic about Freddie Mercury and his life. And Mike Myers is playing the record executive who is talking about how bad the song is and how there's no (laughs) way he wants to put it on the album. What is, you know... um, Bismillah and all these fucking words that don't make any fucking sense and then Queen tells him to go fuck himself and it turns out to be a huge hit Mm. the problem is that it's seven minutes long seven and a half minutes long and that was unheard of back then and I love that they got Mike Myers to be the guy because it is because of this originally when they do this scene when they did this scene the rights to the song to use this song in this movie were so expensive that Lorne Michaels was trying to say, you can't do it. We're not going to get it. And they were going to use welcome to the jungle instead of Bohemian Rhapsody. And Mike Myers was so insistent on getting this song for this movie that he threatened to quit if they didn't get it. So they obviously got it. And, uh, it ended up making the song be hit higher on the charts in the United the States. Right from Gen, Gen X to the millennials. Well, it hit higher on the charts in the United States than it did when it debuted back in the uh, late 70s. That's the, first time, that's the only reason I'd ever heard it. So, so that's yeah, that's yeah, true so. for a lot of people. That's the first song I ever heard that really got me clued into... That's how I started liking music, like understanding what it could be. I remember it vividly. I was in the back seat of the car. It was like 1976 or whatever year it came out when it was being played finally on the radio. And my 
parents were listening to the radio and it came on and I was fascinated by this mm-hmm. song. And uh, then to have it come back in Wayne's world and then become so much more well-known by such a broader audience, it was really neat that, 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 that this movie had that effect on something like that. Yeah. You know, that Queen was already Queen, but they became that much more popular because of Mike Myers insisting that we have this in the movie and, and putting his effectively his career on the line over it. And I thought that was a really neat piece of trivia. I really liked it. Do you know their car is two and a half hours away from us? Is that right? Uh, the AMC Pacer, the Mirthmobile, is in uh, Jackson. Aurora, Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> that's a little bit farther, but still yeah. not that. I mean, right. you know, that's relatively. Yeah. But yeah, it's in Jackson, Tennessee. Really? Yeah, at a museum called, it's like Roy's, uh, it's Rusty's TV and Movie Car Museum. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he's one of the ones that has one of the DeLoreans. I know when I went to his site to confirm like that it was mm-hmm. there and um I was at uh, I was supposed to be doing some other stuff probably so I didn't spend <laughs> a lot of time on it. I get it. But I did see Ecto-1. I don't know if it was the original Ecto-1 oh, or man. if it was uh they had a turtle uh they had a turtle wagon as well. Uh but it looked like it was like a the toy version done as like a as a real yeah. uh, vehicle. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, I think we should go. Is what we I'm should fucking go. Get I mean, our we've picture all got made some with time the, off, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's drive to Jackson. I know a good Rafferty's down there. Fuck yeah. yes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's where man. the like first one is. Or this something. trip just writes itself. It does. It really does. <laughs> Rafferty's then the Rusty's. TV and movie car. I think we need to go to the museum first based on Tyler's driving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Tyler, you're going to drive Otherwise, separately. you'll have to get a small cut for me to spew in. <laughs> if you're going to spew, it's spew probably still my this. favorite joke from that movie. It's a good joke. It's like there's levels to that joke. There the funniest is. level being why does he have that tiny ass yes. cup in his pocket? <laughs> and then the. What makes you think that the guy throwing up in this is that this is going to be anywhere near enough? To, yeah, it's fucking great. Um, let's see. One of the things I caught, these are things that I sort of caught and I've confirmed with a couple of other sources like on the movie trivia and stuff, but one of the things I noticed was this was possibly the first recorded um instance of Rob Lowe using the word literally like he does in Parks and Rec. I didn't notice that. At one point, he's having a, he's having dinner with, I can't remember if it's the scene where he's having dinner with Tia Carrera or if it's when he's in the, I think it might be when he's at the restaurant with Wayne and Garth telling him he wants to sponsor their show. But he does. He says literally just like he's known for. Literally. (laughs) And I think that was the first time that that was ever actually recorded. And then in, in Parks and Rec, as we all know, he says it all the fucking uh-huh. time. And that's kind of became a catchphrase for him. So I think I'm beginning to think that maybe that is literally part of his personality. Like, I think he probably has been doing that forever. Uh-huh. <laughs> they just leaned into it yeah. in, in the Parks and Rec. Man, the older I get, apparently, the more I'm like, 
You know, Benjamin's not really that bad of a guy. No, yeah. he's really because, not. Like, he's as just... a kid, I was like, he's trying to steal Wade's girlfriend. And it's like, no, he's no, he's not. He really like, is. Objectively, he's not. Like, <laughs> I mean, he's kind of he's he's clearly good. They show the books in his house. Yeah, how to pick up women and all the condoms and stuff. But it's yeah. like that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Right. And, and by and God, I had such a I had such a modern day mentality watching this. I'm <laughs> Me like, too. I'm like Wayne. Why do you not have enough faith in your girlfriend yeah. that she's not going to cheat on yeah. you he's, with him? He's a dick. Wayne is a dick. Wayne is kind of a dick. Because like he goes and picks a fight with her. He does. Out of the blue. And she's you know, like, Maybe oh, he's like, poking you. Right. It's like, what? She's like, I, I, I was like that Could too. Could you be any more rude? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, whoa. I think in that moment we kind of saw Mike Myers. Mike Myers. <laughs> like what he's kind of capable of in real life. Because that look on his face when he goes, yeah, like I can be more rude. I was like. That dude's being serious. That's that's <laughs> real acting right there because I think he's channeling something. Yeah, uh, I got. I never. Well, why don't you take your show and you just? <laughs> <laughs> I'd never like in my life because I haven't seen Wayne's World probably since. Because Wayne's the hero, a teen. Yeah, and it's like, but watching it like in my early forties, I'm like, holy shit, man, you're a dick. <laughs> he's Scott Pilgrim. He's he's, yeah. he's a Scott Pilgrim yeah. exactly. He is Scott Pilgrim. He's insecure. And the movie tries and to show you that he, when they, they, like the camera pans away from much him. Try he's to like, show. Hey, no. <laughs> yeah, they very much do. And I never picked the up the fact that. that the whole movie is a continuous fourth wall break mm. uh, is is really funny. Mm. I love that. Mm -hmm. I asked mom to buy Nuprin. <laughs> little yellow, different. I'd that scene is that. to me that's the funniest scene. That in the whole movie. like, yeah, God, we're not going to kowtow to any sponsor. He takes a Dorito, the fucking Pizza mm. Hut box, <laughs> Garth and all Reebok gear. Um, <laughs> he, he's a, it's a choice, and it's the choice of the of a new generation. Mm. <laughs> God, that shit. Makes me fucking laugh every time I see it. And that's standalone funny. You know what it, I mean? It like, really is. I've seen it as a clip on YouTube, mm -hmm. and it's just as funny by itself because you don't need context to understand what it means. Yeah, it's fucking great. Um, the other thing I was going to say that was kind of just an observation I had, uh, it kind of goes in the... It kind of... It, it's a shame that Stacy is crazy because she's hot as fuck. Stacy was just cute as a I always button. thought Laura Flynn Boyle in this movie was cute. Yes. Like, oh my gosh. Why are you why you so mean? And the way she like, giggles like all the time and she's okay, granted, she's stalkery she's pretty, and obsessed, but she has but she's, low self-esteem. She's just you know, she she really loved Wayne and he broke her heart and he knives chowder. You know what I mean? And it, I just like, man, that's a shame because she's She's sweet and cute. I mean, cute. why did she buy him a gun rack, though? <laughs> the gun rack thing was funny. He's like, own I don't own a, a gun. A gun. <laughs> but, but he's a dick to her. Um, and then, he's uh, kind of a dick to Garth, too. He's kind of a dick to everybody. <laughs> yep. Really? No, all things I did not pick nope. up on as a teen. Like, not at none all. of this. None of this I picked up <laughs> on. Didn't know Zach Morris was trash. Uh -huh. Didn't know Wayne is trash. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> and they all, you know, he comes around and he does the right thing. And I, I kind of, kind of. Cause like they sort of leave you hanging because there's multiple endings. Right. And yeah. Obviously, we know which one is the. 
I think this sort of the real ending is sort of a mashup of all three. Scooby Doo ending. That's Scooby Doo ending. What I love about the, it, would have gotten away with it too if it hadn't been for you nosy kids. What I love about the very bad ending is the fact that Mr. Big would take the time to drive all the way to the <laughs> to house say no. to say no, thank you. <laughs> it's not the right time, <laughs> right? I really want to just career, Campbell. <laughs> 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 the house is burning. Uh-huh. I think this might have also been the origin of that. This is fine. Because at that moment, Shit. you see Wayne sort of just standing there looking at the fire burning around him and he's not doing anything. <laughs> it's like, and I, that's what exactly the words that came to mind is like, this is fine. Um, some more trivia that I found Alice Cooper. Oh God! The which was he was Mealy Wake is a core fucking memory. <laughs> yes, it is. He was easily he was very natural. You know, a lot of times when you have guest stars playing themselves, like I can't help but think of like NASCAR drivers or something that make you know cameos in some fucking movie or whatever. Even in Ricky Bobby and Talladega Nights, he you know they always seem so fake and stiff just and, stiff yeah. and not this doesn't come naturally and i get it but it's like just be yourself that's what we're here for mm. alice cooper really leaned into it and and <laughs> got it he got it right and yeah. i but it says here that uh, alice cooper came to the set under the impression that he would be performing musically for the film with one line Upon arrival, he was surprised to be handed an entire monologue to memorize and shoot with a small amount of time to do so. However, Cooper is known to be a history buff outside of his music career, so this Ah. thing sort of came a little bit naturally. Uh, Oh, yeah, another piece of trivia. I didn't catch this before. Dana Carvey did his own drum playing for the music shop scene. That's confirmation on that. Um, Okay, this was a good one. When Wayne and Garth are on the hood of the car watching the airplanes fly over, Garth asks Wayne if he ever thought Bugs Bunny was attractive in women's clothing. That's one of the funniest jokes, I think, in the movie. Oh, it really is. And he goes, the comment was an ad lib by Dana Carvey made while waiting for an incoming plane to finally come on scene. So that was all (laughs) ad-libbed. Mike Myers was laughing at something else that Dana Carvey had said at another time during the same scene, and the director decided to edit Mike's laugh after the Bugs Bunny joke mm. because it looked like it looked better than a fake laugh. So you see, when you see Mike Myers yeah. laughing at genuine that, he's laugh. and you can tell by looking yeah, that he's yeah. genuinely laughing. Yeah. And I thought that was smart really move, interesting. Uh, according to Dana Carvey. The robot that Garth is working on is being built to kill Benjamin, Rob Lowe. And <laughs> this is change. why the arm reaches for him when the two men discuss <laughs> the changes for the show. Oh. This is one of two references to the Terminator franchise. Uh, the right. other being when Wayne is pulled over by uh, Robert T-1000. Patrick, the Team 1000, mm-hmm. who chases him. Which ah! is weird. I feel like <laughs> that movie came out in the same year as... Terminator 2, and it, that's quick. But between this and Last Action Hero and us doing Terminator 2, like, I mean, there's your tie-in. seen a lot of Robert Patrick mm-hmm. Yes, we have. <laughs> but that's your tie-in, yeah. yeah. Um, during the Terminator 2 Judgment Day night, uh, parody scene, 
91 is when Terminator 2 came out, not 92. Uh, that has Robert Patrick reprising his role as the T-1000. The song Time Machine can be heard in the background. This is by Black Sabbath. Uh, the song comes from the 1992 Black Sabbath album Dehumanizer, which featured a painted image of a Terminator endoskeleton disguised in a Grim Reaper costume. Uh, there's another reference to the Terminator franchise with Garth building a robot, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the first ending in the film in which Wayne's house is set on fire and Wayne carries Garth in his arms is called the apocalyptic ending. Uh, the unhappy ending, Scooby-Doo ending, and the mega happy ending mocks alternate endings in movies. The alternate endings in those movies would be shown to a test audience and those endings would be changed and refilmed due to a negative response from the audience if they didn't like those endings. Uh, on the, most DVDs, the alternate endings are there. So it's kind of a parody on that. It's like instead of just tell your story, give them, fuck them if they don't like it. That's why they did that. And then uh, at the begin, last one I have here is at the beginning of the movie, Wayne calms down Garth after having the suck cut demonstrated on him by telling Garth <laughs> that he is in a forest with Heather Locklear. This foreshadows Wayne and Garth meeting Heather Locklear at the Aerosmith concert in the sequel. So there you have it. That's I got to my hear trivia today. The first four notes of Stairway to Heaven for the first time. Because I didn't see this movie in the theater and in the home release, they didn't want to pay the rights. Oh, so really? I never noticed the that. The first four notes, oh. Stairway to Heaven. And it stood out to me because, like, he starts. <laughs> well, I heard it, it and today. Like, and you're right. I didn't even realize that. But yeah, I didn't know. On the 4K release, they, uh, nice. they, they put it in there. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, okay, well, I know that. $15 will spit. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash that pod. <laughs> Got these Wayne World, Wayne's World fucking bills to the roof. No shit. I mean, I could have rented it, but I was like. It was on HBO Max. That's what I watched it on. So I saw that and I was like, fuck, all right, I'm just going to subscribe to HBO Max. And I was like, no, don't do that. Don't. Do that. Righteous Gemstones makes it worth don't it. Don't do that. Just buy the movie. <laughs> like, I don't know. And then I was like, okay, I, will, I plan on canceling Paramount Plus, so I'll cancel that and I'll get HBO Max. And I go to cancel Paramount Plus and it's like, no, don't go, please. Two months for free. And it's like, Ugh. fine. Fuck, fine. I'll, I know your deal. I'm going to forget in two months. Yeah, I'm a, <laughs> you're going to get at least one more month of my $9.99. So, yeah. So that's honestly that's what those those factors I stop me it. from subscribing. Well, now you've got it forever. That's true. You the bought movie, it, right? right? You said, yeah, yeah. Not Paramount Plus. Yeah, that's what I was giving the movie. About. You got? Like, oh no! You, <laughs> I misunderstood the arrangement. Yeah. <laughs> when you say no, yeah, yeah. I'm By agreeing to bad. these terms of service, you agree that you have Shit. to have it forever a CD at club? full price. <laughs> yes. Um. So this is Wayne's World is a second. Of a, it's a second movie based on an SNL sketch, and I was curious. I can't play because I've got the fucking answers. I wouldn't do very well anyway. I wouldn't be okay. of any help. But I'm curious if you guys can name all eleven of the films based on Saturday Saturday Night Live skits. So I know it's Pat. It's Pat. It's Pat. Uh, Night at the Roxbury. A Night at the Roxbury, yes. The Cone one heads. about Coneheads. Mary yes. Catherine Gallagher. What's that one called? Superstar. Superstar. Superstar, yes. You guys are doing great. Um, is Tommy uh, the, Boy. The ladies' man. 
The ladies' man. Oh, there you go. Yes. Oh, uh, fuck! I had another one. Shit. Can I give hints? Are you okay with yeah. that? Are you ready for them? I'll I'll get it with hints. One came out way before Wayne's World. Way before Wayne's World. So let's think of earlier famous SNL sketches. Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, now I'm drawing blanks. We're gonna go. We're gonna assume Wayne's World and Wayne's World Two. Those have been mentioned earlier. So. Oh, well, I wasn't okay. thinking of yeah. those as two Wayne's separate, World, but yes, of yeah, course. Yeah, but we, those have been mentioned. <clears throat> totally right. got those. So you're missing four. Give me a hint on one of them, if you can. Ooh, see, this is where I know like, I've seen them all. This is where it's like I wouldn't be able to help you. One of these is a, one of these is a sequel. That one I can definitely help with. A sequel to one of the other ones we've already named. Yes, yes, sir. Coneheads two. No, I wish. <laughs> oh man, I, thought, I was like, did they, did they make a Coneheads two? Um, they narfled the Garthog again <laughs> a second time. <laughs> Garthogs we narfled. <laughs> All right, what's the sequel? Blues Brothers 2000. Oh, yes. I would never have got that. I I forgot that they did that. That's an yes. 64 game, though. Blues Brothers. Mm. There's a Super Nintendo Blues Brothers game. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Next episode. Next episode. All right. Okay. All right. okay. Have you guys ever seen the Blues Brothers? Nope. Yes. Okay. All right. I have not. It's a good movie. Um, so there's three more, and... Unfortunately, I can't help. I like I don't know him well enough to even give you a hint. Right, you know what era you, of SNL? Two of these are, two can, of these are like recent ish to me as a forty recent. year old man. So I mean, right. that means, can you give me a, one of the people in the movie? <laughs> if I look it up, maybe. Oh, I could. okay. Well, I got it. I'm on it. I'm on it. I came prepared, but not like you know really that prepared. That prepared. Okay. Uh, yes. There was no cheerleaders movie. It was bandied about, but didn't happen. Will Forte. I mean, there's McGruber. McGruber. Oh, yes. All right. Let me see if I can help you out with another one. Fortunately, there's no Toons' movie. Oh, my God. God, I would love that. Or Frozen Caveman Lawyer. I'm still down with the Toons' movie. Or at least... For what to be what Dave said as to that Toonsis should just be the person, the <laughs> one driving the car in all movies. Um, Al Franken. Oh, uh, is that the Stuart Smalley? It is. Oh, uh, God, I fucking I forgot. I can't remember the name. Of, I, I haven't forgotten it. I've never seen it before. I, I don't remember the, the name of the movie. It is Stuart Saves His Family. There we go. Okay. Shit. Yeah, I would never, good have, enough. Would never have gotten I'm that I'm smart one. enough. And doggone it, people, people like, like me. Uh, and then the, the there's only one left, and it is the most recent one. It came out uh, this year. Okay. Apparently. Shit. What is a huge recent reoccurring that they turned to a movie? I, I, I know. I've, whatever it is, I know I've seen it, and I, sh- I feel like I should know this. I feel like I know so little about this. I've heard of the movie, and I've heard that it is funny. 
I had no idea it was connected to SNL at all. So I might even say it, and you guys are going to be like, that's not connected to SNL. Someone karaoke your Wikipedia that you pulled yeah. this from. <laughs> uh, what is it? It is, please don't destroy the treasure of Foggy Mountain. Oh, well, you mentioned yeah, that they do is. the... You're right. They do the It skits. wasn't released in theaters, though, but yeah, it's a movie. The little... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the new... Yeah, Andy Samberg, Bill Hader, digital shorts. Yes, kids. Yeah. See, I didn't know that they were associated mm-hmm. with SNL until you told me when I, I brought up that yeah. movie last time. So, or a couple times ago. So, yes, I that I have seen it. That's it. I mean, well, I got it's past. I have seen all of those movies except Stuart Saves His Family. Yeah, I've seen maybe I've seen Blues Brothers, Wayne's World, Coneheads. Wayne's World 2, and then apparently I stopped watching yeah. SNL movies because <laughs> I haven't seen It's Pat, Stewart Saves His Family, Blues Brothers 2000. I did see A Night at the Roxbury, and I was like, man, I made the right call stopping watching these movies because yeah. I felt Roxbury fucking It, it was not. It I wasn't saw good. That. I did see The Ladies' Man. I liked, I liked The Ladies' Man. I love The Night at the Roxbury sketches. Yeah, Those were fucking great, but not as an hour and a half long movie. movie. God, I wish I had Brennan in middle school doing the morning announcements like they did not the Roxbury thing with Brandon where he was <laughs> doing that. <laughs> Fuck, I'd love to have that footage now and put it on YouTube. I mean, they made that song iconic. I, I can't hear what is love Baby, without without thinking about them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. And it, it worked in that way, but the movie was not great. And I, I originally I was thinking maybe I got confused and was thinking like Tommy Boy, Black Sheep. But those weren't Saturday Night Live sketches. They were just Saturday Night Live Alums. Chris Farley's got a good cameo on Wayne's he World. He does. Though. This is his yeah. first time ever in a movie. It's his first oh, appearance that. in a movie. Uh, He's in Coneheads as well, but does come out after Wayne's World. Yeah. He. he uh, I love that scene too. Uh-huh. He's like, don't you think that security? It was weird that that security guard had so much information. Yeah. I love. I love when they start doing that in the movie. And yeah. They start like yeah, breaking the fourth wall and. Because I mean, it really makes it really makes. Then later, because they're like, that information seemed extraneous at the time. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yes. Good shit. Yeah. Great movie. I loved it. I I was really glad to watch it again. I watched the last half of it while I was walking on a treadmill. Nice. Um, And it helped make the last mile of my treadmill walk go a lot faster because I was I was having a good time watching it. And I love Rob Lowe yeah. to death. Yeah. And I cream of some young guy went over my head so hard as a kid. Did it really? Yeah. <laughs> I, did it. I bet it did. <laughs> I'll have the cream. Uh, dude, the fucking Is there scene. Right? Sounds pretty good. I don't know. <laughs> the <laughs> the fucking doesn't have that, but whatever. <laughs> scene where he's talking to her in Cantonese. Uh-huh. And he says that one phrase, and then the subtitles keep going, uh-huh. and he's just looking at the camera and looking at his watch <laughs> and then waiting for all the words to come. That had me rolling, and, and I was laughing so hard at that. And it wasn't a surprise. I've seen it a hundred times, but it just hit. It, that, those moments just hit perfectly. And either you get it or you don't know yeah. or you don't. And it's just, I don't know. I thought that was really fucking funny. I forgot. I forgot that Meatloaf was in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, Meatloaf. 
<laughs> well, he'll do anything for love. The shitty Beatles yeah, just won't the do shitty that. Beatles. <laughs> yeah. shitty. Are they any good? <laughs> they suck. It's not just a clever <laughs> name. <laughs> <Just> a clever <laughs> name. <laughs> that gaswork sign was really good, though. I agree. <laughs> Stood out, right? <laughs> yes, I agree. Stands out in the game too. Also, as like a f- man in his early forties, I was like, I wonder how that passes fire code. Right? <laughs> <laughs> how much does that cost? How dangerous yep. is that? Yeah. How much does it? How much does it cost to run that for an hour? <laughs> I, I, I was only running it at night. Right. Only run yeah, it in the day. Be, yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> My thing was, oh man, he has to take his car in annually to get inspected. Uh, yeah. Just things like that stood out to me too. That I just again, I wasn't a quote unquote adult when this movie came out, but a lot of that shit went over my head. It mm-hmm. just it was neat. It was neat to rewatch it after all this time and watch it from beginning to end. You know, I've seen bits and pieces of it here and there, whatever, but watching it from beginning to end was was a lot of fun. I'm glad we did that. Me too. And I'm not sure how I feel about reporting this, but I definitely like as a kid, I didn't identify with this person, but now it's like, you know that Russell? I get him. <laughs> <laughs> he's at the fucking he's at the fucking club and eating eating chips out of the palm of his hand. <laughs> <laughs> that was so fucking funny. A thing that I didn't notice as a kid at all. Yeah. But as an adult, he's like surrounded by it doesn't help that he's like Really tall, you know, like he's so he's so out of place at the club because everyone's so much younger than him yeah. and, sh- and shorter than him, and he's in this like fucking tracksuit, pastel colored tracksuit, eating chips out of the palm of his hand, <laughs> <laughs> and he's friendly too. That's yeah. what, I like Russell a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, 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 he's going to be all right. <laughs> Just the way when Garth unscrews that flashlight. I know. Drops <laughs> so how, how could you have translated this movie to a video game? Okay. Because I would argue the way they did it does not work. I have an idea. <laughs> uh, it sounds like Ian, you might as well. I do too. What's your idea? Well, no, you go first. I think this wouldn't have sold well at all, but I think it would have made a good video game, and that is if this were a Zork-like text adventure <laughs> where you just, you're just you in Aurora and you're playing as anyone. You could be anyone, and you just mm-hmm. explore and interact with the characters. like You have dialogue and stuff, because I feel like the strength of the movie is the dialogue. And I think they... I think the developers of this video game for the SNES realized that. And then they tried to do it as well, and it didn't come, it didn't do. <laughs> I, I immediately thought how I was going to hate this game. And I, I wasn't very good at playing it. And there's, it has plenty of technical issues that are, are, are glaringly bad. But I tried to look at this from an outside perspective, and I like how in the the fact that this game was unapologetic in what its purpose was, and it was to promote the movie. Uh-huh. And 
I think, honestly, this game had a lot of qualities that were lacking in so many of the other games that we've played that I couldn't, I couldn't dislike it because it was stupid and silly and funny, and it was the perfect uh, Wayne's World game, promotional material game. It had actual voices, actual sounds from the movie, mm-hmm. actual scenes from the movie. Extreme close-ups. They were badly animated, but yeah. that's what they had to work with. Yeah. The fact that the jokes that they were cracking were kind of funny, and it was kind of, it was just kind of like it was as Wayne's World as a game could possibly get. I love the fact that it's just a little sprite with a giant Mike Myers head on it, <laughs> and that he would unsettling. look at the camera unsettling. and like unsettling. it was uncanny but, valley. Uh-huh. Unsettling. It it's was, like I could see that being like the main antagonist in like a indie horror game that yeah. Gen Alpha talks about. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? A skibbity toilet, but it's Wayne. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I've th- got over go this, to make this a real game because I was watching the play playthroughs. It's like, how would this have translated well? And the only idea I could come up with that would work that I that I would have liked to have seen with like Wayne falls asleep interviewing Noah during the Noah's arcade segment, and during his goes into various arcade games and has to play through them as Wayne. Okay. So it's just him going through like all, virtual Bart. Yeah. Yeah. He's going through all the machines in Noah's arcade. And then that that then that's the only way I can see Wayne in a video game. I thought it was yeah. kind of clever, you know, the fact that they were like Okay, first of all, I feel like after having watched this game, yeah. the playthrough of this game, and watched this movie, I realized that Tadpog is the Wayne's world of the podcast space. Think, yeah. And yeah. that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Think, but they did it. They ironically did a top 10 game list of games that we played at Noah's Ar- worst games we played at Noah's Arcade. And the number one game was the Xantar game that's a big gelatinous cube that sucks up soldiers or whatever and that's the game that wayne had the nightmare about and the fact that they did all this like tying in of the movie and the actual shit from the movie frankly was it was more about the movie than most of the fucking games we've played that are about movies up to this point yeah i didn't i'm not saying they did it in a good way i'm saying at least they did it Yes, but I and I agree. Like the, I like how the game opens up because the game opens up with a cut scene that's not mm-hmm. done well. I get the limitations. Right. The way Garth like looks up and it's like a different the, head on the shoulder. right. It's like a clean <laughs> cut of his head. Like it's just like that's good, right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Can I, you tell? Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> that stood out to me too. I thought that was hilarious. But I mean. I like that it opened with it being the show. They opened yeah. it like it's a epi- an episode of Wayne's World, and I thought it looked really bad, but I could tell that they were trying, mm-hmm. and I thought it sounded bad, but again, I could tell that they, they were trying. They crammed a whole bunch into this little they cartridge. Bohemian Rhapsody on the whole Bohemian The actual Rhapsody. song, the actual Ish. music. I mean, it's a MIDI. But it was enough to... But it was recognizable. It was, recognizable. Yeah. It was definitely recognizable. Yeah. It wasn't 
a knockoff I had Bohemian a, Rhapsody. Hell, they didn't even do the scene where he, after the second level, he does the Grey Poupon thing, but he's like, he it pulls just up a picture of a guy, and he goes, and he goes, "Pardon me, do you have any mustard?" <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, that's not the joke. We, yeah. but I, we couldn't pay for Grey Poupon, so it just says but we did. We did manage to get away with a pretty close rendition of Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. We it, couldn't do both. And the first we three notes of Foxy Lady in the donuts shop level. <laughs> over and over and over again. And the, do you have any mustard? It. it, it, it Dude, it reeked of like, well, we know what we want to do. We just can't, we can't do, it. do it, but we're going to do it <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I can see the good of that and the bad of that. Yes. We're all about coulda, not shoulda. Right. They don't, don't get me wrong when I say <laughs> this game sucked, but I loved that it sucked. I loved how much it sucked because I think it was, it was an excellent way of sort of they made up for how bad it sucked by acknowledging the fact that it sucked like in the fucking game i do wish i would action platformer where you have the electric guitar sending out sound waves as your weapon i liked that in one direction left and right and you jump that's it i would have given this game i'd bump this game a whole grade up if on that top 10 list of worst video games at Noah's Arcade, if Wayne's World for the Super nah, Nintendo yeah. were on that list. Because then I'd be like, they're self-aware. This is fine. They're yeah. self-aware because they're showing the game that they that is the game. The game that they're playing well, is the game that they said was the worst. Well, but I want them to be self-aware that the game that the, they developed is not a good video <laughs> game. That's the self-awareness that I want. I know that they were like, that video game's in the movie, so we're going right. to tie it into the game, is, which is... I mean that's fine. I'm glad that they like at least watched the at movie. least they paid attention right. and watched the fucking movie. And they're like, first, well, yes. we could tie this into a video game this way. There is an arcade yeah. game in the in the movie. Yeah. Did the Journey arcade game do this head thing with the members of Journey? Yeah, I think there's a segment it's where they're similar. Where like the yeah, where it's like. Black and white cuts of their head on little bodies, little animated bodies. It yeah. looks like the way Wayne looks in the Super Nintendo game is akin to like how Saddam Hussein looks in, in South, South Park. Park. Yeah, like I couldn't yeah. look at that sprite and be like, "Man, that's fucking like Trey and Matt." Or like, "How should we do Saddam Hussein?" Uh, like they did Wayne do in like Wayne's that, World. Remember the Wayne's World game? Yeah. Um, I, I, I thought. I, I I found myself ridiculously entertained by how bad this game was. It's super it was, bad. It is super bad, and it I don't. That's why I don't hate it, it though, because it's just so bad. The, it's the good. The first it's level like reminded me of playing Gem Powers. Like it was just a weird mess where you can't tell where anything is, where anything's going on. It all kind of blends in. And you're just trying to jump around and make shit happen. Could we could we classify Wayne's World for the SNES as an adver game? Considering that they literally pl- are plugging the movie, they literally have an ad break. They the- they they say now I'm gonna another another scene from our upcoming movie, and they literally say we're gonna plug our movie. Right. 
So I'm wondering, could this be considered an adver game? Yeah, I'd say. And does that buy it a little bit more forgiveness since it was so obviously an advertisement for the movie? I'd say. Is any movie game also an adver game? Yeah. Well, I, it depends because I feel like when did this game come out? The same year as the movie, right? It came out a year later, nineteen ninety. Is Dirty Harry an advert game for? <laughs> well, it's for so far in after a way. The fact. I watched it because the video game exists. <laughs> Damn it! He yeah. got us. He got us. <laughs> Big Harry. <laughs> I'm still still waiting for Dirty Harry Junior, but <laughs> I don't think we're gonna get it. Uh, you know, you're right, Tyler. I do see that 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 makes because that mean, tracks. I, I, I see the argument for it because I mean it is sort of promoting the movie. I think the reason I'm asking the question is because it's they literally promote the movie like to the player. They do, but I think it's I think it's insane to think that someone picked up this game not knowing not about not knowing the movie. what Wayne's you know world what I mean? is. Yeah, because it was huge. It's like that's putting the cart before the horse. It really you know, is. I can't, I can't imagine a child being like, "Man, this game fucking rules." <laughs> There's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> if know? only. Oh, I've got good news for you, well, little Tommy. Is this like Tommy. Herman's Head, but Wayne's World? <laughs> God, okay. if only, man. I would love a fucking Herman's Head, like Hades clone. <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy that in a fucking heartbeat. <laughs> I, you know what? You released a Herman's Head game in, in Herm- 2024. Herman's Head crawled, or Herman's Head walked, so Inside Out could run. <laughs> I haven't seen Inside Out. It's pretty good. Is it's it better good. than Herman's Head? Of course not. <laughs> Nancy Cartwright, does she, does she voice one of the emotions? No, but uh, she should it? have, though. Well, no, she's a weird Scientology girl, so I don't oh, know. I didn't know that. Yeah. The, it's, it's, uh, the woman from Saturday Night Live. Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw that one. I All saw right. that one. Amy Poehler, what's, it, what's the guy, the anger guy from The Daily Show? Louis Black. Louis Black is oh, yeah. anger. Mm-hmm. Little on the nose, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what's her name? Office and Velma. Mindy Kaling. Mindy Kaling is yeah. disgust. Also a little on the nose. <laughs> Love her, but yeah, Velma. No, sorry. Um, her book was really good. I liked. Her was book. it? Yeah. I have to check that out. But you can get you get power ups for you know the the electric guitar. So you make your sound waves bigger and more powerful, bigger, faster. Yeah, I they guess. move because like I picked them up and it's like in the first level it's in Kramer's music store and it's like the first enemy you run into are like Spider Man bagpipes that are like floating in the air and I say they're Spider Man bagpipes because they're like they're bagpipes made out of like Spider Man's costume. Yeah, is what yeah. It look like to me. <laughs> Uh, and they like projectiles that are super hard to see. Yeah, they're hard to see. And it's like, so I start, it's the first enemy, right? So I strum my guitar at it and it doesn't kill it. And it's like, okay. And I do it again and it takes two hits. And it's like, okay, I guess this thing takes two hits to kill. And then I progress through the level and I pick up power ups that upgrade my guitar. And it's like, finally, fuck you, bagpipes. 
Nope, still takes two hits, even though my yeah. sonic blast is like like the size of the the, the yeah the whole space. So I was like, "What's the point of yeah. the power up?" So yeah. I was like, "I'm just not going to fight these guys." There's different versions That's of the weapon the where you, you like can, do it. You drop like sound. It's not like it doesn't shoot forward. It's almost like it dumps little <laughs> sound things or whatever, and you can get enemies below you that way. Okay. It was kind of interesting. I, didn't, I wasn't able to get any of the that. The thumbs up or your health. It. Yeah. Of course, you have the, a swing. swing, which is your they're screen what? clear. The thumbs up are called worthies. Wor- oh, okay. Because yeah. when you die, you say, not worthy. Yeah, not which worthy. is a really fucking bad cut. Because they take <laughs> we're not worthy from the movie. Not worthy. And they make not the worthy. to cut we're out. Because <laughs> it's like, it wouldn't make sense if he says we're not worthy. <laughs> Because Garth's not with him, so... Oh, you can hear him, though. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) It's so, like... I get that pain trying to, like, do audio tracks in Scott Pilgrim and Miller's in the background of everybody saying something. (laughs) Yeah, but we're a podcast. (laughs) Yeah. And this was a... We have the same production value (laughs) as Wayne's World. (laughs) That's fair. I'd say we have better <laughs> production yeah. quality than the Wayne's World video game. Sweet. Better than Grey Matter. <laughs> yep. But yeah, I That's, never... We should call the show, at least we're better than Grey Matter. <laughs> <laughs> who was the, the first boss of this game is, of the first level? Uh, some robotic ostrich with a brain in his butt. <laughs> Is who I, I thought it saw. was. I thought it was a guitar. It looked like a guitar with a demon head on the neck that could that wasn't that could move up and down. I don't know, man. I didn't know what the fuck it was, uh, but it was like, <laughs> whoa, how did they decide to put this in the in the game? Nineteen ninety two AI generate <laughs> yeah. generate a boss for Wayne's World. Yeah, the second level of the donut shop is. Kind of the same stuff, only donut themed. I love the donut boss because the but donut boss runny donut vomits <laughs> weird runny donutness on you, and like when you know he's at half health because he turns into half a donut, uh, which I thought was kind of that's neat. nice. And the, his I did donut, not make it this. Far. He has a donut no, tail. No, no, no. I couldn't. Be, this I couldn't is on be. the long play. It's the only, and this is as far as I even got on the long play. I couldn't. Oh, oh, the boss of the gasworks is the best. The best. Who Elvis. Is th- oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I forgot. I did see that. Which like is from like, Clay Fighter? It kind of looks like expecting. it kind of looks like the it's Elvis a weird one. Like it's really bad. Which and it's also random. It doesn't make sense that it's there. Is there something about an Elvis impersonator in the movie that I'm not thinking of? I don't think so. I don't either. <laughs> so yeah, that didn't make any sense, I guess, but whatever. But they are so. What's weird about it is, Tyler, what you said earlier about like you think it would be better if they were in different video games. Mm-hmm. That's what it's supposed to be, and it does not. It does not. Tr- it, does not tr- <laughs> and it doesn't make sense. It's like, why is your local music <laughs> store a video game and Noah's Arcade? Right? <laughs> you guys make mm-hmm. video games, Great Matter. You like know that. You know how arcades work, right? right. It's not like it's not arcade owners like, I'm going to make this arcade game no, based on my hometown donut I shop. Went, I it's went to Shoney's. handcrafted video games. We, we, we craft our video games to be relevant to the people that live in the town where it's located. I mean, yeah. that'd be pretty sweet. 
I'm not gonna lie, that'd be great to own it's a Chong's arcade yeah. cabinet. <laughs> it's like the the Gremlins guy from Key and Peele. It's like, what level do you want the Wings Room video game? Right. <laughs> I'm imagining the Chong's arcade game to be like, it's kind of like Tapper. You know, where you got to fill the mugs, yes. but instead you're pulling cigarette butts out of fried rice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and outside in the background is washing with their coming soon coming sign. Soon. <laughs> it, the interstitials between each stage is just the washing <laughs> sign that says coming soon. And the season changes in the background, like Mega Man and Mega Man 2 walking at the end. And the... And the the development company continues to promise a sequel to the Chong's video game <laughs> called Washing, but it never comes out. <laughs> Damn, this artisanal arcade shit's pretty sweet. I know. <laughs> Big fan. But yeah, these are all supposed to be... Wayne's supposed to be traveling through video games until he gets to the game that has um, the gelatinous cube, Xantar. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The Garth is trapped in. I did see that. I did. I I went to long play because I was like, "Homie, did they really put the gelatinous cube in this video game?" They do. He's the final boss, <laughs> and I was happy to see that because Garth is trapped inside of him. And um, but I mean, that's it. It was just kind of. It was <laughs> yeah. just kind of like, "Wow, they did it!" And then it's like, "All right, okay." It's still not great. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean. That pr- it's pretty bad. There's not a whole lot more to say. I mean, it's pretty. Yeah. Uh, I gotta. I'd have to drag out the dead horse and beat it because the Wayne sprite is fucking huge. Sure, big sprite. Yeah. It's slippery. I was missing platforms and falling into electrical arcs all the fucking time. Your frame of invincibility is very short, so you're just getting hit one after the other till you're dead. When you jump, the level, the sprite is so big, and the different platforms are so close together. Yep. And you can jump through them. And when you do, if there's an enemy above you, you hit it, you take damage. And whenever you jump and try to hit your guitar beams, he does he his arm does a wind up? Yeah, and, it's and up. It never. Yeah. you can't you can't do it in a way that like fires at the apex of the jump. It always takes just a little too long. Yep. And then the beam goes under the thing you're trying to hit. So you, I think that's why they give you so many screen clears. When I was watching the long play, the guy that was doing it, the person I should say that was doing it does a screen clear knowing swing swung and all over the place. Yeah. He knows that I'm not going to get through this without taking damage. So I'm going to clear the screen. It was very well done. I noticed that in, in that as well, that he would, they would time the swings to avoid taking damage because I, cause I noticed that they would hit it and it'd be like, Oh, okay. That, clarinet was about to hit him and then he swinged it and yeah. then yeah he and didn't he, take any damage that was it. an effect one of the good things is that the screen clear was effective to clear off enemies even off screen oh, that's, and if yeah, they, they were nice. close enough you know there's probably that frame that you don't see but is still active because you could kill enemies that were just off screen as well and that was good that the swing screen clear would take care of them so yeah, he kept the screen clear a lot that way, so that was okay. But the controls were about what you'd expect. I thought they were bad. Level design was terrible and confusing and noisy and busy and hard to see, like what you could and couldn't Anything. do. Yeah, weird choices too, because it's like when Wayne runs into a wall, 
the way his body animates, oh. <laughs> it's, it's bizarre. Yeah, I don't know it really why. Is. I don't know why the amount of detail was put into like, <laughs> oh, Quap didn't exist, obviously, but that's what it reminds me of. It's like, okay, when Wayne hits a wall, he needs to Quap a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, all right. Uh, you could make the game better. <laughs> like, you're focusing on weird shit. Fix that. <laughs> don't do that. Just do something else in the game that needs help. Um, I thought it was not great. You only play as Wayne. I get it. Garth is inside the gelatinous cube. You play as Garth in the NES version. <laughs> Shit. I played the wrong one, I think. It, yeah, it definitely... I watched a playthrough of the NES one, and it's, it's weird and very bare bones, but it's there. <laughs> it reminds me more of the Journey arcade game because yeah. it's them jumping through all these instruments, and they have guns. <laughs> Are they it's big a, head mode in the NES version as they well? They look like no. regular, like almost sort of, almost like weird white outlines of Wayne and Garth. It's really, it's it's strange looking. <laughs> Some things just better left not done. Yeah. I guess. But then people don't make money. Right. <laughs> the, I will say that, you know, you were talking about, um, you know, how the, the game... They do a good job of trying to capture the feel of the Wayne's Uh World show. Um, And I was dunking on a bunch of shit. However, there is when they do the yeah when that look that effect looked it great looked really i good. was surprised it looked I was like, really holy good. shit they nailed it yeah, on yeah. The Super sense on the, yeah it's, yeah now and when mike myers does it not so much because it looks like he's foging <laughs> 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 puts his hands up on the side of his face boy and they do the extreme close-up thing and it just gets that's it's bad mode seven. Like, maybe the best use yeah. of mode seven though <laughs> i will i will say actually that's one thing i had on my neat good things list uh the mode seven darts oh, it, yeah. in the gas works. One of the obstacles is darts being thrown uh, from w- the camera, from the camera angle into the dartboard. And to see that done on such a tiny little perspective, uh-huh. that was neat. I don't know that I've ever seen like mode seven obstacles before. And if it, not, not like in a <laughs> side scrolling game. Like right. That. I mean, it, like it was coming it, from the camera. Yeah. It was neat that they isolated those frames and made the darts be mode seven. They looked like darts and they mm-hmm. looked like perspective. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was kind of cool. It was neat. Yeah. I, I saw a little bit of that. I didn't get to experience <laughs> it. It's in the demo mode of the game, uh-huh. which is hilarious because it's like it, that attract mode. Uh-huh. Felt like they were like, this has to ship now. <laughs> and like a guy is just like, ah, brum, 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 brum. And he plays the guitar three times and like walks a little bit. It's like, okay, it's good. Fine. Ship it. Ship it. <laughs> it's horrible. It's like that. The journalist playing Cuphead. It's like, yeah. <laughs> you get through the tutorial. Fuck it. All right. It's awful. <laughs> yeah. Um, you guys have any achievements? Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Well, by rent or birthday. Wayne's this is World a rent. It's a rent birthday. for me. Yeah, I think I did rent this at Movie Hut and was very sad. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Well, at least you didn't buy it because I loved yeah. the movie so much. When I saw this, I did. I was like, oh man. Yeah. This this should probably only be a rental. I mean, 
yeah. put it next to the movie at Blockbuster and people will rent it and it'll be a neat one-time experience and be like, oh, holy, I see what they did there and then you move on. Owning this game would be a disappointment for sure. Uh, see, top 100, bottom 100? I didn't like it. I thought it sucked, but it had redeeming qualities. It's definitely not on the bottom 100 for me, but it's in the bottom half, I think. Yeah, it's in the bottom half for me as well. It it had its charm, even though a lot of that charm is like what you were talking about with like Garth's PNG head overlaid <laughs> on top of his body, and you've got yeah. that hard line where those two image files meet. <laughs> it's janky as fuck, but in a weird way, it's fucking charming. And it's right. like, okay. I'll remember that for a while. Right. So I'd put it in my bottom 100 to 150. Yeah. Like it's, it's way down there. It's by far not the worst, but it's it's far down there. It's a bad video game, yeah. I think it's Truly. fair to say. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's not a fun experience. It was. I had fun watching the long play. Yeah. Because I got to see all the little things that they put in that refer to the movie. But playing the game, I didn't play the game for longer than... 15 minutes and I just gave oh, up. Oh man, when I was playing it, it was like I was playing it and playing it and playing it and playing it. I was like, God, how fucking long is this They're first long. level? How long is this level? There are four levels in this video. Yes. Game. That's fucking crazy. And the long play is like, what, an hour? It's like an hour and 12 minutes. To complete four levels, four levels. And one of those levels is like a mini level. Uh huh. <laughs> it's like. They're too big. The levels are too big. It just goes towards that bad level design thing. Yeah. So big they'd be crying. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, it was like I was playing it, playing it, playing it. It's like, fuck, man, I, I have got to have been playing this for an hour, right? Nope, twenty minutes. And it was like, God, that's a bad sign. Yeah, yeah. Do <laughs> you guys have any achievements? I have a few. What you got? My first achievement is we have a Piper Down. We have a Piper Down. And to earn this achievement, you kill ten of the bagpipes in the first. Level in the music store. That is a quote from nice. So nice. I Married an Axe yeah. Murderer. Uh, if, for those of you that don't know, uh, my it's like Sputnik. Uh, my second achievement is you're in the style of the dweeb, aka you have <laughs> oh simulated God. dweeb look. This is where, like, I swear, dude, they were like. <laughs> Developers were like, "We're comedy writers, right?" Yeah, we could do this. Uh, these are things that. <laughs> They, when they go, they insult each other, calling each other dweebs, and it goes on a long time for a and long time. Those cutscenes were fucking ridiculous because, yeah. like, there would be so much text to read, and it would be on the screen for like a second. Yeah, not and even. Then there would be a response where it was like not, and that would be on the screen for like eight seconds. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like what they the had fuck? a, they had a, yeah, it was bad, but to to earn. You're in the style of dweeb, a.k.a. you have simulated dweeb look. Uh, beat level one, the music store. Oh, my God. I'm so glad you included that achievement title. <laughs> uh, Fuck, man. My next achievement is, excuse me, do you have any mustard? <laughs> and that's simply uh, get beat level two. Uh, my th- next achievement is Aurora Rock City. And to get Aurora Rock City, you defeat the floating Gene Simmons head in the bottom of the Gasworks what? bar level. There's this floating head 
in the at the near the end of the gasworks level that is obviously Gene Simmons in his kiss full kiss makeup with like a long flame ball tongue. It almost looks like the little flame things in Mario. Uh-huh. It's weird, but uh, so yeah, uh, you get that achievement by beating that. And then my last achievement is so I married a guitar murderer and to get so I married a guitar murderer you beat the game because wow. you've murdered yeah. everything with your guitar up to this point aka an axe uh, <laughs> see you picked up on what I was laying down yeah. I just wasn't, that's the joke see that's the joke <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't I was trying to make sure that this wasn't one of the best jokes <laughs> that you have to explain. I loved it. Thank you. Dave, you got any? I do. Um, my first achievement is, sometimes I wish I could boldly go where no man has gone before in order to unlock. Sometimes I wish I could boldly go where no man has gone before. Uh, <laughs> never finish level one. I got that. Next achievement. Me too. Girl same. <laughs> Next achievement. And you know what the worst part is? I never learned to read. God, I love that. In order to during unlock, the Oscar clip, <laughs> I never learned to read. Uh, skip all of the cutscenes. Uh, and the next achievement is, I'm having a good time. Not <laughs> right, uh-huh, like they say in the uh-huh, movie. Like they say in the movie. Uh, in order to unlock that, you start playing Wayne's World for the SNES. Nice. That's it. Mine were kind of similar to Ian's. My first one is, if it's not Scottish, it's crap. <laughs> you unlock that by dying to a bagpipe. Uh, and then Sparkster. You unlock Sparkster when you bounce off a drum into something and die. And the last one being, you came to him to die. And as you died to the donut boss in level two. All right. What do you think Flopsy has to say about Wayne's World for the SNES? I can play because I don't have it pulled up yet. They're going to give it too much love. I don't know, man. I mean, probably, as is the style of Flopsy, but... Two and a half stars, uncommon. Okay. What do you think, Tyler? Seeing as I have seen this and I rented it, I will say two stars common. Mine is my answer is exactly the same as yours. I think two stars common. According to the ultimate Flopsy, sorry, the ultimate Nintendo guide to the SNES library, nineteen ninety one through nineteen ninety eight, by Pat Contry, courtesy of Monster Mold Mike and a shadowy, mysterious benefactor. Give me a moment, I'll find it. Wayne Gretzky in the NHLPA All-Stars? Is that what we're talking about? Eventually. <laughs> oh, we do Wayne games? No, shit. No Blues Brothers. It's Wayne games Wayne time. games. Um, there, there, there are only two Wayne games. <laughs> Wayne's World. Excellent. Party, Party time. time. <laughs> Excellent. Beetle-doo-beetle-boo-deetle-boo. <laughs> This is, I think, maybe the lowest score that I've seen in Flopsy. Oh. One and a half stars. Wow. We might have had another one and a half stars at some point, but that is rare. What is not rare is the game. Availability is common. Okay. Way to go, Flopsy. I'm going to pass this to Ian. Ah, thank you. The drawing of pubic hair that he made on classic Tadpog episode... (laughs) 
685. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How about you tell me, Dane? <laughs> I autographed it. I know. Yeah, I need that back. You need that back. It's, it's going to be, it's gonna be <laughs> worth something someday. Yes. Uh, how much do you guys think Wayne's World for the SNES would run you if you were to buy it loose? Twelve ninety five. Twelve ninety five from Ian. Eight sixty eight. Eight sixty eight <laughs> from Tyler. Actual retail value of Wayne's World for the Super Nintendo loose on average at the time of this recording, according to PriceCharting.com, is I'm sick. I got it all fucked up. Twelve dollars sixty six cents. Oh. That is a real fucking close. Damn, real, real fucking close. A little too close. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't look it up. Too rough. I didn't look it up. <laughs> I'm just getting better, I guess. Is it worth it for a collector? Sure, I'd twelve bucks. I'd buy this for twelve bucks. Not shipping. I'm not paying shipping, but <laughs> twelve bucks. Yeah, yeah. It. it's worth it. I've spent more, I spent more on dinner tonight, and it's already gone. Much like Wayne's really World, more. you only rent dinner. Yes, <laughs> you really do only rent dinner. Uh, for funsies, mm -hmm. because it's ridiculous. How much do you think this game costs for the Game Boy? Fifty dollars, fifty bucks. I bet it's way more rare for the Game Boy. Thirty-seven. $105.24 loose for wow. Wayne's World on the Game Boy. Was it a better game? I had no idea. Uh, I thought about playing it, but then I was like, I know better than that. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I imagine it's probably a rarity thing, is my guess. I don't know. Um, but um, talking about the Game Boy like, reminds me that like Wayne's World on the SNES is the most game gear game that I've played on the SNES. Yeah, cause I it, get that. It had those kinds of, of vibes. It did have that Game Gear vibe. You're absolutely right. Especially with Wayne's big fucking bobblehead yeah. and shit. It, <clears throat> yeah. So next episode, Blues Brothers Blue, or Blues the Wayne Brothers. Do <laughs> Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers. <laughs> cool. Tyler? Yes, Dave. If you were to give this game a beard, it sums up how you feel about it. What kind of beard would you give it? I would give it the putrid, gross, bubbly gross. skin of Wayne in Stay Tuned. Okay. Yes. Whenever it's the horror version I love in Stay, Stay Tuned. tuned. <laughs> I need to rewatch Stay Tuned. If only they had a Stay Tuned video game. I've seen that recently. Really? Mm-hmm. It holds up. Is that on HBO Max? Maybe. I don't know. It might know. sway me. <laughs> it might be. Probably. I can look if you'd like. Ah, that's okay. I don't need any more temptation. Tyler? Yes, Dave. If you were to give this game a pair of glasses, that sums up how you feel about it. What kind the of glasses? glasses of putrid Garth Algar from Stay Tuned. Okay. All right. Excellent. Party time. Party time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I fell for that. <laughs> I'd say we're, that's, that's a good length. So she, so she said. Swing. <laughs> so uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Find the show on iTunes, not SoundCloud, not Stitcher, but it's on Spotify, all that other shit. SoundCloud. All place. Not. Not. <laughs> <laughs> like the movie. Cable Public <laughs> Access <laughs> Channel 11 in Aurora, Illinois. Uh, there's all that shit, but most importantly is Patreon. 
Yeah, I need to run another opera man movie. I need to run another audit. I meant to do that today, but you yeah, know, the wolves of the college. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read our donors, our executive producer list. Uh, and if your name is on here, but you're not still donating twenty dollars or more, you need to let us know and quit taking credit for something <laughs> you're not fucking doing. It's your money, and you could do with it what you want, but don't keep taking credit for being an executive producer when you're clearly not. You've listened to this podcast long enough. You to know, know that you need to do the work for us. You need to do the work for us. <laughs> Come on, stop taking credit. But we are going to assume that the following list of donors that are $20 or more at patreon.com slash tabpog or pisstasters.com or pisstasters.com. Taste the piss. Thank you, Tyler. Taste the piss. Sorry, I got no, a born here. Yeah, again. we're all busy. <laughs> we're all busy today, aren't we? Uh, these names are as follows. Plinko Nick Price. Cubicle Monkey, Cthusius Jeff Miners, Joseph Phillips, Gamebug Prime, Nathan Eaton, Matt Gentile, a.k.a. Gentle G, uh, Louisville Correspondent, Princess Consuela Banana Hammock, Flavor Trick, Taryn Dahl, congratulations on your marriage, Pinball Airplane, Archmage, Chris Edler, we're sorry you couldn't be on this episode, Sandwich Pope Phil Hawkins, Drinksmith Joey Webster, and Derek Pope Sandwich. Thank you all so much for your kind and generous donations, and thanks to all of our donors, um, we did have, a, we had an up, we had an up, uh, and I can't remember. I did not write down uh, who that was. I think it was Bubba Shane. Okay. I think I'm going to check right now, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it was. If it wasn't, I'm sure he's good for it. Yeah. <laughs> we do hold you responsible <laughs> we, for we that now. Publicly announced it. So, so you kind of have to do it. Don't be like those people that are not donating $20 or more and are still taking credit for being executive uh-huh. producers. It was Bubba Shane. Bubba Shane. Thank you. Uh, big big ups. Yep. Thank you. So thank you for that. Uh, and then as always, thanks to Dane, our backlog banisher, Mr. Puzzles, for doing our putting our show up on YouTube every week. And um, good day to you. Uh, our theme song is moved by Sigmar Drive. Into that track from the shortsheadbar.com. How you guys want to close it out? In the style of the opening of Wayne's World. Okay. Okay. So until next time. Tropical Capricorn. Party time. Excellent. (laughs) That was super well coordinated. Uh Uh-huh. Cotet. Thank you for sharing Kef with me tonight. us. Tadpog is hosted and produced by Tyler Holland, Dave Moore, and Ian Chandler and is available wherever fine podcasts are hosted. Have a question or comment for the hosts? Call us at 270-883-2555 and leave us a voicemail. We'll even play it on the show and respond eventually. Want to send us something? You can do that at Tadpog Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky 42002. Sick of us doing all the talking? You can join in on the conversation by visiting our Discord at bit.ly slash tadpogdiscord or tastethepiss.com. Not many things are truly free these days, but our Discord is, and we'd love to see you there. Our theme song is Moves by Sycamore Drive, and a link to that track can be found at the show notes at tadpog.com. Thanks for listening, and if you haven't already, Don't forget to subscribe to our show on your favorite podcasting platform. We'd really appreciate it.
I was going to talk about this at the beginning of the show and I forgot. And then I thought, well, maybe it would be a fun little thing. I'm continuing the theme of me having a bit of a weird week. Um, First and foremost, Tanya and I went to eat dinner, went out to eat dinner. And Dave, you reminded me of that when you said you guys went to Carbondale. And yeah, and we decided Tanya, to eat for once. Tanya and I decided last, or last week we were going to go have pizza at Pizza Inn, which we have. So this is the first time she and I have sat at a restaurant alone together since before COVID. Whew. So it was neat. We went out and had a little date night, this little pizza time, and sat and talked for an hour. It was fun. I had a great time. <laughs> pizza tower, pizza tower. Um, but I almost got you a, a stuffed uh, pizza a pizza tower plushie. <laughs> I was so fucking close. But I was like, he's going to hate it, and it's too expensive. Loved it. hey. My wife is here. Hey, what's up? It's 100 wanna, degrees in we here. We can turn this on. <gasps> Jack, Jack. Hey, hey Jack. Come here, Jack-Jack. Come say hi. I've gotten so big. Can you say Tadpog? Tadpog. Yeah. Good enough. Yeah. <laughs> what does Santa say? Ho, ho, ho. Oh, yes. <laughs> you excited Perfect. for Christmas? Yeah. Santa's going to come treat you right. I know this. <laughs> so, uh. God, he's gotten so big. Oh yeah. my gosh. I have a picture of him <laughs> holding me holding him when he was a little yeah. little bitty baby. Uh so anyway, last night um I was wrapping up. I was at the office. I was wrapping up and Tanya messaged me, she says, Hey, can you stop and get us some hamburgers? And I was like, sure. And our go to is just burgers. It's cheap, it's good. It's close to the house. Checks yeah. all the boxes. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm like, sure. I drive down to Just Burgers, which uh, there is a, po- a picture of Just Hamburgers uh, on the Discord somewhere that I posted a long time yeah. ago. Uh, if you want to see what Just Burgers looks like. Um, it's an old Wendy's. It's an old church's fried chicken uh, as well. But Which was first, do you know? Churches. It was not... I don't think it was a Wendy's. I think it was churches, and then it was something, and then it was nothing for years, and then it was just hamburgers. But anyway, I digress. I I had I was at a client site doing the server I was telling you about earlier, and they were farther downtown, so I was coming up just hamburgers from um, below 21st, and the... <laughs> Or above, just above 21st, and I'm coming up, and I go to turn left into the Just Burgers parking lot, and as is sometimes the case, the cars are back up almost to the street sure. through the drive-through. Yeah. Sometimes you just drive right through. Sometimes, it, yeah. most of the time, it's busy. Sometimes it's just back the fuck up. To, and it doesn't to the road. take much to clog up. It that really does. Drive-through. It and really lot. doesn't. Like I mean, yeah. So I I get into the middle turn lane and turn on my signal to imply that I want to turn in here. Yeah. Someone coming from the other direction decides, nah, fuck you, and pulls up in front of him and blocks me. And now traffic is trying to get around him, almost hitting me. I fuck it. I say, fuck it. I work my way back out, go down to the McDonald's and park, call in my order. Uh-huh. 
and then turn around and drive back to just hamburgers and then just park. But there's cars parked. There's a street that goes between just hamburgers and the place that's next to it. Uh-huh. There's cars parked there. And so I pull into the parking lot and get into one of these side spaces that will allow me to get back out. You know, because it's so busy. you can busy. get trapped in you can some of the spaces definitely there. get trapped there. Because the drive through line wraps around it. The, so <laughs> in front of the sidewalk by the door, there are several diagonal parking spaces, and that's most of the parking that they have. Uh-huh. But when people are stupid enough, and I say this because you have to be pretty fucking stupid to park there. Yeah. If you've, unless you've just it's never your first been rodeo. there. If it's your first rodeo, yeah. You get a pass. You're still fucked, but you get a pass. Yeah. But if you're dumb enough... To, get a fuck pass. You get a fuck pass. Well, it's like people can't even let them out if they want to. No, because they're boxed because in. Because they're, they're boxed in, and then they're, they can't back up because traffic is running on the street. Yeah, it's just it's, like, it's you're fucked horrible. to that spot, man. It's I'm horrible. Sorry. Yeah. And so don't do it, but if mm-hmm. you do, you deserve the fucking hassle that you get. Enjoy so your the, food. So the guy... Yeah. So the guy... You might as well just sit in the yeah, parking lot and eat, and eat it, it yeah. and then try to hope that it's Find your happy up. place, be a penguin, slide down on your belly. <laughs> Get your uh, girlfriend bringing you beers <laughs> in a bikini. Uh-huh. Hopefully it's Tia Carrera in a bikini. Anyway, It'd be okay. I park in this tiny one person. of the side spots here, and I, I had just called it in, so I'm like, it's going to be 15 minutes, so I'm just going to wait. I'm sitting there in my car. The guy that, tried to, that pulled in in front of me was one of these dumb asses that he pulled up into that first parking spot and then I saw him come out of the store and get in his truck to try to get out. And he just backs up over the fucking sidewalk out onto Jackson Holy Street shit. into oncoming traffic to get out of like there. Like immediately? Like this like is he, his immediate. Well, he's or, doing yeah, kind of the, going in. Right. He's <laughs> kind of Austin Powersing his way to the point of being able to do that. And uh-huh. then, yeah, he just gunned it into traffic. I'm shocked that there wasn't an accident. So. And then there's another lady coming in from this. There's a side entrance to this parking lot, too, yeah. which is like, y'all need to close <laughs> off one of these entrances because it causes confusion. So we got this one lady trying to shoehorn her way in. This guy's being blocked. This guy's backing into traffic. <laughs> and I'm just like, what the fuck? It's, what in the actual fuck is going on? So I'm like, fuck, this is nuts. I wait it's, it's their special 10 lesson. minutes. I walk in, and I look behind the counter, and there are three six-foot-tall stacks of donut boxes. Ah, it's Red, Red Zeppelin, Zeppelin Day week. week. Mm. I didn't know I this. I didn't know that either. And Red Zeppelin, in case for our listeners that don't know, there's a donut shop just down the road from just hamburgers called Red's Donuts. It's been around since, like, 1743, and they... Have a special Jean once, Lafitte once or twice a year, <laughs> where they they make a double cheeseburger with a glazed donut as the bun. I had it once. It was all right. I've never had it. Not interested. I'm not gonna get it again. It was I fine. Don't, I don't. I don't like them. It was I don't fine. Like them. We but were, we did a special at the hospital too. I don't yeah. like them. People <laughs> go fucking batshit crazy yeah, for this yeah, yeah. thing, and it's like this is it's kind of sad actually. This is the one where people get backed up down Jackson Street at lunchtime and the cops have to come and direct traffic and it's a it's just a nightmare. And I I had no idea that it was Red Zeppelin week. So I I went into the fucking restaurant to pick up my order and I told Tanya, I texted her, I'm like Christmas. I know. What a dumb idea. (laughs) I told Tanya Hey, you out? 
Let's come fuck up this. Yeah. Come fuck up Jackie Street. I, mex- I messaged Tanya. I said, oh, God, it's Red Zeppelin week. I'm going to be a while. Because the lobby, the it was packed. There was 15 people in there. And it, the, their lobby is as big as the space we're in right now. Yeah. You know. So anyway, I was sitting there. Texting with Tanya, patiently waiting on my food, and they start. Call- I go up and I pay, and then I wait. And give and I'm just texting, and uh, they start calling people, and people are getting like bags and bags and bags of food, just huge bags of food. And they call these people, and there's this fucking lady sitting next to me that is just clearly had it. She is so mad because people keep getting her their food before she gets hers. And I just, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so she gets up and goes up to the counter and says, um, I'm sorry, I've been here for 30 minutes. Why have I not gotten my food? And the guy was like, well, because you ordered lots of orders of waffle fries and they take longer to cook and we can't cook as much of them at once. So it takes longer. Everyone else that's ordering is getting regular fries or stuff that we've got made ready, you know. Sorry, it's just taking a little longer. This goes on. I'm a, I, this goes on for another few minutes, and people keep getting cleared out, and she keeps not getting called. She goes back up to the fucking counter and is like, "I shit you not, I want to speak to the manager." I was like, "Uh oh." The guy with the terrifier shirt <laughs> the counter is like. She is going off, and the guy over here by the, that's running the window is like, "Ma'am, you're yelling at a high schooler." <laughs> He's and she's like, "Well, I don't, I don't understand why everyone else got to get out before me. I have been waiting, and it's like, ma'am, we explain this to you. We're doing the best we can. It's the busiest day of the year for us. You know, this is a everyone else is waiting patiently." I suggest you do the same. I've almost got your order ready. She's like, you know, I'm never coming back here. And of course, that's like, <gasps> look around. Oh God, everybody, <laughs> stop! She's yelling at everyone. She's. I made a video. I've got a video of it. Did, did, I was gonna ask. I do have a video. Your, your phone out. I uh, send it to Tanya, and uh, I will post it if I remember <laughs> oh, after this airs. I'll let you guys see it tonight. The, you will be reminded on Discord now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Someone tell me, remind me to post this because I'm not going to post it before the video air, or the show airs. But uh, so she finally gets her food and she had a lot of fucking food. And it's like, I know you knew it was Red Zeppelin Day, lady, or else you wouldn't be ordering this much food. And you, you know, you're pitching a fit at the worst possible time. Well, anyway, she gets her shit and leaves. And then like shortly after that, they call me. And so I just was, again, weird week for me. And I was feeling bold, and they gave me my food. And I said, at the top of my lungs, I was like, hey, y'all are doing a great job. Thank you. And every one of them was like, yeah! <laughs> and it was, it was fun. It was a fun moment. And I got all the guys at Just Hamburgers to cheer for me. Nice. So. I thought you were going to say, dude, what took so long? What is the holdup? I wasn't ordering a special. I just need 20 orders of waffle fries. Yeah. That's it. That's it. In three chicken tenders. 
Is this possible? Dude, I heard him say, I heard what somebody came in while I was paying. I heard them talking to one another, and someone came in from the back. One of the employees came in from the back and said, uh, we've got chicken tenders again. And the guy at the fryer was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I love that. It was fun. It was fun. And I will try to remember to post the video yeah, of, yeah, yeah. of uh, the Just Hamburgers Karen, but I will show you guys that video right now. Nice. Yeah. Bye. Frog pussy.